Time to get lost in the weeds, chase an annoying kid, touch the rock, want to fuck your sister, kill your wife and eat your baby? Because on this very spooky episode of Geeked Up Presents Netflix and Chat, we watched In the Tall Grass. I'm Devin Barnes, and with me always is the Tobin to my Tobin's daddy, Liam Whalen. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the show, a very spooky Netflix and chat we got for you. Kicking this it thing. off with a spook with a, on a terrifying tune here. <laughs> yeah, a little, little CCR, Creedence Clearwater Revival, playing the old Midnight Special. Oh yeah, on Beats by Andre Dobby, y'all. Uh, he's done it again. That Andre Dobby is uh, unfortunately not the uh, not the uh, gospel one as discussed in the film. <laughs> yeah. You know, the gospel one is yeah. good, too. Uh, we pour an old Travis. We, uh, <laughs> we prefer old CCR. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good one. Of course, it's Halloween time, so we had to watch a spooky Stephen King Netflix original that came out coincidentally just in time for Halloween. You could believe that. <laughs> those uh, top wigs at Netflix yeah, really know Netflix, what they're doing, yeah. you know? They didn't wake up yesterday at Netflix. They know what they're. Although I am always amazed that there's less like topical programming like that, you know, at times. But I digress. (laughs) Sure, Uh, sure. Netflix, Netflix nailed it with this one. However, I uh, before we get into all this spooky talk, though, I uh, I'm gonna get into a little fun talk. I got a little quip, a little story, a little podcast story (laughs) to share with you guys of uh, my own personal journey. I was uh, out to dinner recently. At a uh, restaurant, I was with Whoa. I was with the lady. We'll call her A H for uh, <laughs> anonymity, uh, anonymous purposes. You know, she does. She's not a part of this spotlight. Yeah. She doesn't want to be. All right, all right. A H sounds lovely. You'll see. Okay, right. <laughs> so we're at the dinner, and we're at one of those restaurants where the uh, the tables are kind of right next to each other. It's like okay, half booth, half table. We're sitting right next to a couple packed in there next to a. Uh, yeah. Next to another couple. Correct. So they're a little older couple sitting next to us, probably in their 40s. But uh, we're sitting there. We're enjoying some apps, some tapas, if you will. <laughs> and uh, the guy breaks kind of the New York restaurant code when it's like that is you just kind of pretend, ignore uh, the table sitting next to you. Okay, you know I, I mean? see. Kind the of, invisible wall next to you. Yeah. And see, I don't. I subscribe to this dude's theory. That just becomes dinner for four for, uh, <laughs> for me. Well, this <laughs> guy, too. I hope these assholes have stories because... My girl's kind of boring, so I'm going to need uh, <laughs> yeah, this, this random what, what couple to carry them. <laughs> well, me and A.H. were in deep in conversation, talking back and forth. The guy uh, excuses himself, says, sorry, guys, I guess i got to say something. That uh, says, A.H., I couldn't place your voice where you're from. If you paid me, I, you know, where are you from? You have a very interesting accent. She doesn't. She just has a normal <laughs> accent. Too. Yeah, it was. Uh, so this guy's all over the place. But then he tells me, your boy Devin over here, that uh, that I've got a voice for radio, and that okay, he uh, swears that he's heard me. That's on... convenient, yeah, considering. Right? Uh... So he says he's heard me on the radio. I say, do you like, are you on the radio? I say, no. I mean, I have a podcast that's out there. <laughs> he goes, what's the podcast called? 
I say it's called the Geeked Up Podcast. I mentioned, you know, the I main one amazing. first. Uh, and uh, the guy looks at me and he goes, are you Devin or Liam? Whoa. Fucking jaw dropped. I tell the guy, neither. I'm oh, Andre <laughs> Davi. Ha, 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 baby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so kind of our first. Wow, uh, a, uh, your, uh, of your first, uh, yeah, our first moment of celebrity, uh, your first paparazzi. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, no, seriously, so that was kind of a awesome uh, story I'll share with you guys. Yeah, nice. Kind of crazy. Uh, the guy asked for an autograph. I told him I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that yeah, was a fun story. That's a little icing before we nothing uh, for me over here. Uh, I got no, uh, <laughs> no recognition. No, uh, yeah. nobody cares. However, yeah, the guy, even the guy that listening out there, was it by chance? Was uh, was his name Ali from Wisconsin? Or uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, and really, I guess too. I'm like sorry, Ali from Wisconsin, that I ha- you have to hear in the air that there is an A H. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, uh, this geeked up boy is taking. I mean, uh, the, but that does, I guess, just remind us for any future uh, fans that hear our voices in public yeah. and recognize us. Uh, uh, please not drink dinner, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to eat here. We're right? just like you, all right? <laughs> I'm at the very crowded Kentucky Fried Chicken, as you can see, and uh, I don't want to be. Because <laughs> I am. Whatever. <laughs> Oh man, so yeah, good times. Like, like nice, that's the uh, nice. niceness, the little light you get before we go into the dark, dark <laughs> midnight special that is. Uh... Yeah, but back to the horrifying sounds of Creedence Clearwater Revival. That's right. <laughs> also, the guy at dinner too said he's. I got a great game time idea. I go, buddy, uh, email us at the Geeked Up Podcast. At yeah, we have a rule com. about comments about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, being told things. Uh... I'm going to tell you right now. If you tell me, I'm going to steal it. <laughs> so you got to email us at the Gmail, uh, the Geeked Up Podcast at Gmail dot com. That's the Geeked Up Podcast. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna hear back from us, not in public, please, we, <laughs> yeah. via email only. All uh, please, sir. I'm just trying to enjoy dinner with here. The Geek Up Boys will be our publicist. Will handle all uh, questions. So. <laughs> but okay, yeah, uh, hopefully, Count Mike can hold can do our social media. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got it. He's got it covered. Um, but so, yeah, so I guess we should say that this movie we watched, we picked the spooky ticket instead of the golden ticket. You know, because it's Halloween time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was covered in cobwebs and slime. <laughs> <laughs> um, Out of the old geeked up cauldron of dry ice. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost a lot of fingers dipping my hand in there. But uh, it's a Stephen King uh, book, I guess. But not only Stephen King, he wrote it with his son. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hill. Yeah, the old, but his uh, name is Joe Hill, his son, which I have to keep telling Liam it's not Jonah Hill. <laughs> I always get confused. It seems I'm amazed with this talented yeah. Jonah Hill. He's lost all the weight, and now he's started writing horror movies. Yeah, he's this a- is much like uh, Uma It Th- does star Seth Rogen, though, right? <laughs> Tell me it stars <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah, he plays Tobin. <laughs> <laughs> Help! <laughs> I'm lost in this tall, tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds like a pot classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in the tall grass. The sequel to uh, Pineapple Express, we find <laughs> out. But, uh, yeah, it is Stephen King and a Joe Hill, but... Mainly Which I guess is his new collaborator, as we'll kind of get into Stephen son? King yeah. in a minute here, but he has, I guess, now kind of started working uh, much more frequently with his son, Joe. Yeah, which is I, his uh, pen name. I forget his real name, but it's Joe Hill to us uh, commoners. Okay, I see, I see. But much like, doesn't Stephen King himself have a uh, another pen Stephen name? Stephen King he... used to write with the pen name Richard Bachman. 
Okay. And he wrote, like, The Running Man, for instance, was a Richard Bachman oh, novel. Oh, interesting. And it was just one of those things. I thought Arnold wrote and directed that <laughs> yeah. one himself. That wasn't a... Uh, he I thought that was like the Arnold's motherless Brooklyn, where yeah. he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was his Rocky. Ah, I'm running a lot in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I normally don't do cardio. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had one. And then uh, I think the story goes that, like... Some nerd at a book that worked at a bookstore like figured it out and like broke the code that Richard Bachman <laughs> was Stephen King because he like wrote a letter to like his agent or something. It was like, hey, I figured it out. Like I'm gonna expose it because the story goes that Stephen King called the guy at the bookstore and was like, look, you know I'm Richard Bachman. I know I'm Richard Bachman. What are we gonna do about it? And it just came out that he was <laughs> okay. Interesting. Richard now, Bachman. why exactly did he uh, use a pen name? It was he just trying to. You know, I think after like his first books being like super popular, trying to exactly, get away exactly, like, kind of getting away from the creepier of... stuff. He trying to write stuff like Running Man, where you know you wouldn't necessarily think of that as a Stephen yes, King book sure. because Stephen everything King does have everything a up lot to that point was like it Salem's Lot, The Shining, for sure. For sure. So it wouldn't be like and sci-fi I guess that game maybe show. is a good time to kind of just give you a quick Stephen King rundown, perhaps because he really does have just like a, a an, an epic catalog. Of work. Oh, yeah. Especially Insane. with the early stuff. All right. And I guess we'll quickly, I'm going to quickly going to give you a quick rundown of just the hits, mind you. Because yeah, there's sure. probably like 50, literally 50 to 100 Yo, other ones crazy. Yeah. That, I, that I'm not going to mention. But just the hits, all right, as Devin's mentioning. Uh, we, we start off strong out the gates. All right. And this is the, the, the official IMDB tally. All right. Uh, uh, so we're talking early, early, uh, uh, mid. Mid seventies with Carrie. Carrie, right. of course, comes out uh, comes out swinging hard with Carrie. Uh, then follows it up with Salem's Lot, uh, mm-hmm. The Shining. The Shining. All right. In the immediate future, we got The Creep Show, Cujo, Christine, <laughs> yeah, Children a- of the Corn. Can this asshole fucking not write something with the C? For God's sakes, <laughs> he's uh, he's really spooked out by the letter C. This. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, Maximum Overdrive, which, which is potentially his first. Uh, yes, so he's. I think it's the only movie he's ever directed himself okay that's true too. and i'm pretty sure it wasn't a book i'm pretty sure he wrote a script okay. directed it wow. and then he said he's never will direct again <laughs> and people because ask him why terrible. and he goes because have you ever seen maximum overdrive it's uh, you know what maximum overdrive really isn't that bad i remember as a kid seeing it yeah i think it's i just thinking it, it was just like yeah maybe as a kid it rules but being if, uh, like a good enough action uh, i guess you know what even as a kid it had like the bad action like the soda movie. machine <laughs> shootings exactly, <laughs> exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. The uh, big, death death by vending machine. One yeah, hell of a way to the go. The big green goblin truck. Who they just uh, remember they think they just want gas. They'll let us give them. Gas. I mean, very though uh, ahead of his time in a world now that uh, we're like years away from the road being filled with maximum overdrive <laughs> cars driving the maximum overdrive style cars that drive themselves. <laughs> sure. Are you telling me that we're not all gonna die to fucking machines someday? I hope they. <laughs> it's probably his most accurate movie, to be honest. Like. I'm sure more people have died from vending machine accidents than mysterious killer clowns. <laughs> <Yeah>. that, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So really, car 
accidents and uh, vending machines. That's not, yeah. All right, so I guess for maximum overdrive, kind of sticking with the not-so-creepy, all right, uh, uh, we go maximum overdrive. We go Stand By Me. Of course. Uh, all Perhaps uh, perhaps uh, all-time greatest work. Uh, then uh, uh, The Running. I, I mean, uh, he really nailed the horror factor of the older brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, nothing's nothing's scary. Kiefer Sutherland. That's yeah. true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, then uh, Running Man, I guess, really where he where he peaked. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's the best. Arnold in The Running Man. Uh, then uh, uh, Lawnmower Man. Okay, so now this right. one, you blew my mind. I didn't know this was a... Uh... Well, you were really fooled by the Richard Bachman. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah. you don't hang out with the idiots at the, at the local bookstore enough. Uh... He put one over on me. I didn't know Lawnmower <laughs> Really not much of a reader, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... Uh, so Lawnmower Man... Uh, uh, I guess getting back to the horror though, and I guess now we're like solidly in the eighties. We got Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah, all right, and then it parts one and two. TV movie, mind TV you. movies, yes, TV series Tim for Curry. it. All right, then perhaps one of the all-time, I'd say maybe uh, <laughs> totally uh, shot in the dark, but I'd say perhaps his like most Oscar bait potentially with Misery. Did oh, yeah, uh, yeah. did uh, what's her face win? Uh, Kathy Bates. Kathy, I prefer what's her face. <laughs> for, uh, perhaps the greatest actress of all. But did Kathy Bates? I think she might have been nominated. Or... I think she was definitely nominated. She might have won actually. Yeah, I think she might have even won. But I has, has Stephen King any other nominations for any of these? Probably uh, the asshole that played Pennywise. Come up with? No, he didn't win an Emmy for. Uh... <laughs> but uh, I mean, if you look to the future, I think maybe uh, Shawshank might have been nominated okay. for some stuff. Well, hey, spoiler alert! <laughs> not, not getting there. I guess. Yeah, well, we will have a confirmed hit later in a couple. And I guess we're really right there. But from Misery <laughs> to uh, Sleepwalkers, another good one. Sleepwalkers. Is that the one that... Uh... Okay, am I thinking of Sleepers? <laughs> <laughs> am I thinking of the... Sleepwalkers, what? They were werewolves? Because I remember Silver Bullet in the 80s was okay. uh, Stephen King one with Gary Busey and... And one of the other Corys, he was in a wheelchair. Okay, hilarious. Uh, I don't yeah, remember, I remember I, Tommyknockers <laughs> was another TV movie. Maybe this is one of them. Like I said, all sorts of in the mix. Yeah. These are just the ones that just I write. I'm sure there's some. There's a, the, the comic book nerd from the book, from the bookstore is sitting there. You missed. Uh, you forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but these are just the hits, like I mentioned. So then Devin already gave it away, but perhaps Sorry. for me, the Bradley biggest. Cooper dies at the end. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and Bradley Cooper dies at the end uh, form. But for me, the the biggest uh, surprise since Stand By Me, but Shawshank, All a right. Stephen King. You would you would not think a Stephen King classic. No, again, for Shawshank you Redemption, you wouldn't at all. But uh, all-time classic and definitely, you know what I mean, definitely not horror at all, but definitely extremely, like, psychological, the whole Brooksy angle at the end. You know, there, it's, it's kind of not necessarily of a genre of itself yeah. outside of being just a great movie. It really is. And there's nothing, like, mystical or magic about it. You know what yeah, I mean? It's just, like, sure. a straight-up story about Paul. Poor Andy Dufresne stuck in jail for not, you know, not, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert, not killing his wife. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's uh, definitely a movie you would never think of as a uh, Stephen King. Yeah, for as sure. Made the Shawshank Redemption. Definitely not horror, not sci-fi, nothing Stephen King at all. Even Stand by Me, like, and then I guess actually, Stand uh, by Me has like the dead body for sure. Looking for, and definitely and creepy, creepy factor for sure. to it. As a kid watching, uh, uh, definitely terrified. 
by Stand By Me, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. barely, and, and, and more than just the creepy, the more than just the older brother factor, yeah. but just a very creepy, ominous feel, like you said, the dead body. There's just some, an, an uneasy, sure. creepy feeling. And even going forward to, uh, I think would be next on your list, I can't think I'm spoiling it too much, would be another one you might not think of as Stephen King, but The Green Mile yes. would be another one I think might have got Oscar nominated. I think, I think Michael Clark Duncan, was he? Uh, for sure, he I think did. he definitely yeah. won for that one. I think he, he was. I think, I think he was the first ever uh, giant man over you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Academy Award. Yeah, exactly. Was <laughs> ever man over eight feet to win an Oscar? <laughs> Although, isn't he like not as tall that it's cracked up to be? It was. Uh, well, he's dead now. So, <laughs> okay, so, so I guess I want to bring not... up the fact that he was really only six four. But but even that movie still I think has he's not like, like actually a, a huge giant though. He's big for like Hollywood. Sure. But I don't think he's like probably he, six one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's fucking shit. You shit taller than Tom yeah, you, Cruise. Yeah, but. yeah, you're probably right. In a world full of like five foot yeah, five, I think he's like, like six men. six yeah. or something like that. Six but six is big. He's big. He's a big dude, but he's not like you a know. Giant. Yeah, yeah. He's not as big as you you know you'd think. But uh. He's not as big as the fucking guy from the movie, you know. What I mean? like, he's no Andre, <laughs> exactly. not Davi the giant. <laughs> exactly, Andre Davi, a giant in my eyes, but uh, musically. But uh, I, I guess what I was saying though is that in the Green Mile still has like that magic factor to it. You know what I mean? Yes, he, like, that's the true. Stuff like has the jail feel, like Shawshank, for but, sure. Like the magic is still. I'd say Shawshank. There's some type. Yeah, there's a mystical kind of feel. I'd say Shawshank and or Running Man might be the uh, two that really don't feel Stephen Kingish the most. Yeah, because Running Man, there's no horror aspect for sure. It's Running just, Man, like, just a video straight game, almost. 80s action, yeah, exactly. for sure. That was a big shock. Yeah, I'd say I'd say you'd probably uh, nailed that. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. No Oscar for Running Man, huh? <laughs> what a crock of shit. I don't yeah. want to live in this world. Those are probably the most un-Stephen King ones. Uh, 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 then, however, how, uh, uh, then, however, I guess, we have the Green Mile. When was that? Like, I'd say late 90s, maybe turn yeah. of the century or so. I think it was like 90s. So yeah, we're maybe. talking like from, to, you know, 25 years from the mid-70s to the uh, uh, late 90s whenever Green Mile came out. Just an astonishing number of hits. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, sure. Ever since then, however, on the IMDb uh, uh, list, kind of trails off where the 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 body of work definitely didn't slow down, but yeah, the no, hits they were kept pumping out definitely yeah. dropped off significantly. I guess the mist, yeah, the uh, mist. was was slightly popular. Yeah. Uh, then I guess for kind of in crazy ending, years, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, kind of known. It was more of like a M Night Shyamalan yeah. uh, horror style. But then I guess in recent years, kind of uh, the Dark Tower. Uh-huh. Series has kind of been popular. But the Dark Tower series was popular. The movie, if, uh, that's true, was a huge the movie disappointment. Was a huge flop, yeah. Old Stringer Bell couldn't uh, <laughs> pull it in as the gunslinger, I guess. Uh, uh, Castle Rock, we brought up in our fall uh, geeked up fall special. We did, we did. Has, uh, been popular. That's you know come back for season two. And again, that's just like it's not uh, none of that's based off of uh, any of Stephen King's books. It's just like takes place in the Stephen it's King the universe. universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like so, kind of like cashing on. On his pop culture relevancy, for sure, but not exactly a new cutting edge. Because Castle Rock is like a town that shows up in a lot of the books. Like, okay, he, yes. yeah, that uh, it's just a lot of the events take place in or around Castle Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then uh, I guess kind of, you know, in that same theme, just kind of capitalizing on his fame in general. But then I guess really the most recent thing that he's had big success for would be the It series reboots. Yeah. Which I mean, that's totally that's like the second installment yeah. of that whole franchise. You can't really give him too much credit for that for the, for the second time, you yeah. know. And now uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit, but uh, Creep Show coming back. We'll see how that, you know, that's fares. Right. But And then another big look to the future, maybe his next big movie hit would be uh, Doctor Sleep. Okay, yes. Coming out, which is the As well. sequel, long-awaited, well, I don't know, awaited, <laughs> but yeah. uh, the 40, 50, 40 year later, I guess, uh, sequel to The Shining. Which is really just an insane whole story just in a lot of mm-hmm. angles the shining really one of the all-time best movies now apparently uh we we, we we talk about it a lot but uh i'll say it again really not much of a reader yeah and apparently this is one of those where stanley kubrick's interpretation of the shining vastly different than the stephen king Correct. book Absolutely, and like the shine, the shining movie is what everybody refers to as. You know, that, that, yeah. that's what I refer so to. So they're the more of movie. Making, the book is, so, is a direct sequel to the to the movie. To the the book is a direct sequel to the book to the first book, The Shining. The movie now is going to be a sequel to the movie, just because everyone associates The Shining with the Jack Nicholson movie. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It can't be like we're going to do but a the book Jack sequel. Nicholson movie was uh, uh, a loose adaptation. Yeah, of the loose book. adaptation yeah, I mean, from the book. It's there. And now it's mostly this movie there. They just is, a lot of stuff. So was there even a Stephen King like post Shining book that this new movie is even Doctor based Sleep. on? Okay, there was, there was a, a Doctor book. Sleep yeah. book. I read the book back to back. I read The Shining well. and then Doctor Sleep back to back. Okay, I see. And the book. It's the book's great because Doctor Sleep literally starts off like right the second The Shining ends. Okay, and then it's and it about makes a, a lot grown of sense. It's pretty George, much kind yeah. of like It Two style. A Correct. Grown yeah, it was up. a grown up. Correct. <laughs> Somebody. The reason he even wrote this is because like someone at some Comic Con asked him. They're like, "Whatever happened to Grown Up Danny?" And he was just like, "Hmm." <laughs> and then like, but he cha-ching, needed cha-ching, uh, cha-ching. a lot of help writing the book too, just because. I think maybe Joe Hill. That's where Joe hand Hill in. comes in, bro. Because he wrote the fucking book forty years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like, all right, how do I write a direct yeah. sequel to something? Now this is kind of one of those like I can't my... remember what we talked about in the Roma episode, let alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, a book forty years ago. But I mean, and this a, a kind of reminds me of uh, M Night Shyamalan uh, style, like I just mentioned, but uh, Unbreakable coming out oh, yeah. twenty years after uh, after the for first sure. installment, and again in really because this is not really being marketed heavily as hey you know the greatest movie of all time yeah this is the sequel it's yeah like, it's really you really not. have to kind of do, like do a little bit of research well, I think to even what, know that i think that's probably what they're trying to keep away from too just because for expectation the shining exactly or, is held in such high regard yeah yeah that i think uh if you really advertise it hard as the sequel to the shining people would be like all right but like, i mean dude if you see the billboard for dr sleep you're gonna have no idea you know what i mean it's like you got to let people know well, a the little trailer bit does you know? kind of like, say it he the does, trailer like, does, yeah guess, the trailer whatever. says it but they're not as like really like going hard with yeah, like, the yeah. shining too yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I, which is uh, uh the title, which is what I would have gone title, with, yeah. <laughs> in, in geeked up or in Netflix and chat style. Uh, what's our kitschy in our kitschy keg, in our kitschy seg, uh, questions segment style? Uh, Devin sequel segment. <laughs> yeah, I'm going in the tall grass too. <laughs>
But I guess that is in the tall grass. I guess his new yeah, bringing thing. us to uh, in the tall grass. That's right. But I guess my theory, my working theory, however, is ever since this Joe Hill came in the picture, all right, either as a collaborator, which was I think like around we kind of looked into it, like around uh, uh, ever since 2010, mm-hmm. uh, he's been kind of starting uh, doing a lot more uh, collaborations with Son Joe Hill, uh, or really ever since that little asshole started annoying Stephen King and distracting him from his great work in the uh, early 2000s. But I'm blaming Joe Hill for <laughs> yeah, the lack for of sure. uh, productivity, <laughs> either, from forcing, either from forcing his dad to take him to Little League practice <laughs> uh, after Green Mile, where I'm not getting enough attention. Stop writing novels. Yeah, it could have been that, or it could have been him you know, getting mowed down by a car outside of his house. <laughs> you know, either, either, either or. Either or. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess... Uh, 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 just want to highlight, however, that over the last 20 years, a noticeable lack of productivity and over the last 10, let's just call it, working with collaborator Joe Hill on a, on a at this point, almost exclusive basis, it seems. Yeah, it really does. So I don't know how much we want to blame uh, Joe Hill. Also, no more movies uh, starting with the letter C, <laughs> which I really feel was where he went wrong in his career. Um, yeah, but you could say until this point, until, I mean, I don't want to give a spoiler alert to the head of this, ep- uh, later on this episode, but I mean, you could blame Joe Hill for a lot, but then we got into tall grass and, uh, <laughs> and things were, really turned yeah, around we're right back into things here, <laughs> but I guess that'll really bring us into this crazy into the tall grass. And just to give you really a quick breakdown before we get into it, the quick IMDb official synopsis of this movie. Give us all the stats. It's uh, called In the Tall Grass. <laughs> <laughs> it was made in 2019, just came out now. Hot uh, off the presses. Now, here we go. A classic TVMA rating. Okay, a Netflix-style TVMA, <laughs> despite totally could be an R, PG-13. Yeah. I mean, NC-17 already. <laughs> Um, it's hour and 41 minutes, so nice, tight, compact, under two. You would think we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, it's classified as a drama, a horror, and a thriller. All right, all right, I'd agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think you could probably lose drama and just go horror, thriller. <laughs> I thought you could lose a horror and go drama, thriller. But... The synopsis on Netflix is, after hearing a young boy's cry for help, a sister and brother venture into a vast field of tall grass in Kansas, but soon discover there may be no way out and that something evil lurks within. <laughs> um, give you a quick cast rundown, too, because this one's pretty easy. Not a huge cast. Again, a very Netflix-style uh, small cast, and I guess we'll get into it as well, but this is kind of part three of our uh, yeah. time loop trilogy, and again, part three of a very small cast. Yeah, our bandit time loop trilogy, because <laughs> two of them had bandits, two of them have time loops. Uh, they all tie together. And they so. all have like, and there's like 15 actors total in all three of them. Yeah, so. so this take yeah, this true. So this takes place in the IO arc universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> Throwing that theory out there. Um, he just keep quick cast rundown, like we said, small cast, and of course. Uh, the first person's name is hard to say per always. The <laughs> lady's name is Laisla de Oliveira. And she plays... Nailed it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> she plays Becky. 
Uh, Avery Whitehead, Whithead, plays Cal. Yeah, how did you do better with the Spanish pronunciation than the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess if it's Whitehead or Whitted, but we'll say Avery Whitted is Cal. Whitehead, that's a name that people but have. But it's W-H-I-T-T-E-D. Oh, okay. So that's I'm, I'm going Whitted. Another name people have. <laughs> <laughs> um, the horror guy himself. This guy's uh, really made a career on being in horror movies lately with uh, being the Annabelle things and uh, <laughs> just a lot of ton of these horror movies this guy's been in. But Patrick Wilson himself. Yeah, this plays, dude is scary. I'm going to tell you what. He is. <laughs> you know he's bad news when he comes in with the mustache. <laughs> uh, of course, playing the titular boy they hear in the tall grass is Will Buell Jr. playing Tobin. Followed up by Harrison Gilbertson plays Travis. Tiffany Helm plays the gas attendant, <laughs> and Rachel Wilson is the mom, Natalie. Okay, so that's the cast. Blink if you blink, and you might miss gas attendant and mom <laughs> yeah. as well in this movie. For sure, yeah. <laughs> like they're definitely coming up in the rear. Uh, obviously, written by Stephen King and Joe Hill. Direct- Stephen King. Now, what else has he done? Can <laughs> we uh, got a list for you? Actually, <laughs> have you ever heard of The Running Man? Um, it's directed by Vincenzo Natale. Um, kind of what he now. How many tomatoes? Let's get to the important stuff here. Uh, so on Rotten Tomatoes, Tall Grass is uh kind of falling into this whole uh, bandit time loop trilogy. <laughs> of, uh, it's uh, it I think we, I think if I recalled, we we rock bottomed with IO as being an all time low yeah. uh, tomato score for our catalog. IO was thirty one percent. Thirty one percent. All right, and then Arc fared a little bit better. Forty three percent with yeah, Arc. It was better than the dirt, which shocked me. But <laughs> <Yeah>. Shocked us <laughs> all. <laughs> Yeah, Arc was forty three percent. Okay, like, so right, this is so we're is we're not up. we're not breaking the IO thirty one percent. No, we're uh, okay. after Arc. We're dropping back down to a solid thirty seven percent with the wow. tall grass. Yeah, ouch. So three rotten Vincenzo, you've really fucked up this <laughs> Joe this this Seth Rogen Jonah Hill classic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got grass and Seth Rogen <laughs> in it. But yeah, so that's the rating of it. I guess to give you guys, you know how we do, our official breakdown. (laughs) The movie really kind of starts off exactly as the synopsis gives it, where it's a couple, you find out they're brother and sister. (laughs) I thought they were like buddies who he was trying to bang. Couples driving down the car. I just figured they were poorly cast boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah, really. Well, you can see he's trying to creep on her because he gives her those hungry looks, too. Because I wrote down, I was like, oh, this guy wants to fuck his friend. (laughs) It's basically a guy and a pregnant girl are driving down the road. He's eating a disgusting hamburger. She has morning sickness, has him pull over, wants to throw up, right? She has to throw up. The burger's grossing him out. He kind of gives her a look then, and I was like, oh, this guy wants to bang his friend. (laughs) And then you quickly find out that they're brother and sister, and I was like... See, I didn't really find that out until like you know, f- f- like a little deeper they into it. They say something very at the very beginning where okay, they so both refer to mom they, as okay, mom. They have to, like, well, mom said. To, I see. I see. And I was like, wait, mom said. Like, does this guy want to fuck his sister? <laughs> but uh, yeah, really, they. Uh, so they pull over. She throws up, and then you hear a kid yelling in said the titular tall grass. <laughs> <laughs> he's screaming for help. He says he's been lost out there for days. Yes. You hear uh, Cal, the brother, says he's going to... Just like that. <laughs> uh, the brother says he's going to uh, park his car at the abandoned church across the road, just get it off the road. 
He goes and parks the car, locks it up, leaves his cheeseburger in the driver's seat. <laughs> I don't know why. We're really going him. scene for scene here. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, <laughs> exit stage left. But no, he comes back. They hear the voices screaming. She's like, I think there's something wrong. She has cell phone in hand, right? She is six months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Their plan is to just go running in there like... A kid. Well, I mean, they make a point to be like, call nine one one. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, Immediately sure. call nine one one. A second, you think the kid is in danger too. Like, oh, there's a lady in there with him too. And then something doesn't sound right. Like, I right, call nine one one. Yeah, yeah. Then they refer to their. They hear another set of voice, which then further is just like unsettling to them. Correct. But they do make it seem like the kid is uh, like uh, uh, sounds like he's right, right there. there. It's like, like, kid, you're right here. Just like so the guy. So when they're going in, they're not thinking they're going into like a deep journey. And the way he's gonna poke in a little bit, and the kid's gonna be sure, like the second you hear this right second the voice grass, though, but pregnant chick waits behind for sure. Do you know what no, I mean? Absolutely. This should be the story of Cal. And this is kind of one of those horror genre. That that come across sometimes mm-hmm. that you're not necessarily scared if you're never going to be in said situation. All right, so sure. me uh, uh, never going into the tall grass <laughs> to save little uh, helpless shithead, especially when I hear second creepy lady screaming. For sure, not not tearing at, not pulling the Captain Cal uh, saves the day and going in to the tall weeds. I'd be there like, uh, so, uh, sorry kid, I saw a hot dog uh, uh, stand a couple miles back. <laughs> Yeah. I'm gonna go see if like a real man wants to come. Uh, see if the Nathan's guy, uh, <laughs> yeah. the guy with the weed. Wow, I'm allergic to snakes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm allergic to grass. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure, there's lots of ticks in there, buddy. I'm wearing yeah. shorts. Just follow my voice, kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna alert somebody. Uh, I've got I'm, this cheeseburger. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I'm kind of halfway through. Yeah, I'm not so going. So this in there. is one of those kind of like the ring where I'm not watching the stupid video. I've got nothing to be scared of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So I'm gonna thwart the whole horror behind this movie by just staying out of the goddamn tall grass. Yeah. And I guess speaking of scared of, too, I guess I should admit that we uh, kind of had a plan to have this out here maybe a week before, but I had to bail the last minute. I told Liam I had an event, but <laughs> truth be told, A.H. from the story before was out of town, and I didn't want to watch this movie by myself <laughs> just in case it was case actually was really, really scary. scary, and I didn't want to wow. be like, oh, I'll never get to sleep now, <laughs> and totally bailed and waited Epic. for her to come back into town, because just wow. in case this movie turns And Devin's out, the horror, the, the horror uh, uh, movie buff out of us, too. You know, I put on You're a the face. one that's seen the Freddy Kruegers for and sure, the Jasons. But never in the theaters. I'm also <laughs> going to admit this on the air, that I... Uh need to be in control of the volume and okay, I should, interesting I want to be able to maybe pause especially with Netflix Very interesting. I can take a little what a puss l- over okay. here yeah, big time <laughs> can I just mention for myself like I've never seen you. it in the theater <laughs> okay I mean uh, 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 we'll talk about it later in our uh, in our kitschy questions segment alright where we talk about the theater review so I'll give you my theater rundown later however I watched this movie alright I just like to point out by myself <laughs> alright like at night time <laughs> Okay, in the rain, in an abandoned field in Iowa. So I really manned up for this fucking movie. Better, better than me. 
No, dude, I will though. I did. I was very nervous watching it because I watched it like at midnight by myself, and you know, uh, uh, I did give it the Stephen King respect. And we, we've chronicled my Netflix and chat, my Netflix viewing. Yeah, uh, I've mentioned the last two hunk of shit uh, time loop movies that we've watched. <laughs> did not give the respect of plugging in the HDMI and watching through my TV. However, this one I'm going big screen with the lights off by nice. myself. Nice, nice. Very spooky. Very spooky. And just the thought of doing that was scarier than the movie itself. Like when I turned the lights off, I'm like, fuck, am I really doing this? Like, <laughs> am I really? <laughs> this is pretty scary. But so Devin waited for AH. Yeah, the, uh... <laughs> yeah total coward. <laughs> I mean, I will admit that for I, I will admit that I needed to uh, cleanse the palate by watching two hours of professional wrestling <laughs> after the movie. Uh so. But uh, even that's scary, you know. The Undertaker—he's uh, <laughs> a good guess, guy now, bro. Spoiler uh, alert from this breakdown too: there is a—I uh, didn't mention him in the cast because I didn't want to give anything away. But you'll find out soon enough that there is a professional wrestler in this movie in the center of the field. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess there is. It is. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, and, and the best wrestling uh, performance since Hogan and No Holds Bar. <laughs> we have a. <laughs> but we will get there. So like I so. But I guess yeah. We 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 we. I guess we'll to pick you up at Cal. Captain Cal saves the day. Yeah. These two idiots so don't call nine one one. Devin, who are Devin's too afraid to watch the goddamn movie by himself. I'm too afraid to go into the uh, to the foliage of the grass. So. Right, <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But so the the they hear a kid screaming. The brother me, goes me. into what he thinks is going to be the quick in and out, quick in and out into the tall grass. Quick in and out job. He runs in there, kind of grab Next the kid. Thing you get know, out. The, the and again, very bad move. The the girl should stand the outside and communicate yeah. in case there is a, a killer snake again, in there. Not because she's a girl, because she's six months fucking pregnant. <laughs> you know what I mean? And also, you're going to want somebody on the outside to help to call nine one. One when things go, you would think so. But uh, they both go in and very quickly, kind of because uh, she does. She goes in too, and I think she immediately does call nine one one, and is just like kind of getting she loses reception. Loses classic, no, no. Yeah, classic <laughs> horror movie. She loses and right reception. Then the I knew exactly what was going to happen. I <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like too little, too late. You know, <laughs> you get you get what you get. So they, but they uh, pretty quickly get kind of separated from each other. Yeah, they should be standing right next to each other. You realize they're, they're pulling all of the wrong moves when you're trying to bushwhack your way through the, uh, <laughs> the jungle. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, they immediately, uh, yeah, immediately get they separated. Lost, I'm sorry. Their voices, <laughs> <laughs> their voices sound like they're to the right of each other at one point, and then farther away. Okay, keep yes. accusing the other one of moving. There's, they also like. You know, for characters that shouldn't be aware that they're in a horror movie, they panic quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're in there yeah. 30 seconds. They're like, something's not right. Something's not right. Let's start jumping up and down and seeing each other. Also, they make it think we should just one of us just keeps talking. All right. And, and I'll the other find you. And what does the... the idiot do? She's like, all right. Uh, what should I talk? There once was a man from Nantucket. I was like, dude, just do mic checks. Like, check, check. I'm over here. I'm over here. Check, yeah. check, check. I'm over here. Ah! <laughs> I've got a tried yeah. and true method. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they uh, start telling like dirty uh, poems. <laughs> Old hickory dickory dock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but no, there's uh, nothing creepier than an old sailor. If if anything's going to arouse some fucking uh, some ghosts in the place, it's an old <laughs> <laughs> candy man. Little Miss Muffet <laughs> sat on the tuffet. 
Um, but at this point, though, it does. You're kind of uh, uh, they're they're really building up on kind of the anxiety of and the, from like a cinematic standpoint too. A lot of very close, tight shots on the actors, kind of struggling with the grass. The camera's really close to the. Uh, it's got like a real claustrophobic kind of feel. It does. And it's really building up just on the anxiety of that feeling of disorientation mm-hmm. and being lost in the woods, which is definitely a creepy feeling. And a good place for a horror movie. And uh, at this point, like we did kind of talk about, we did watch the trailer, so we know at some point, yeah. like, dimen- time loop dimensions going to come up. Yeah, but yeah. at this point, it just seems like, all right, is this going to be a kind of, you know, you yeah, know, uh, like a big maze, but like, yeah, it's just hard for them to find each other. There's a point, too, I think the first creepy thing that happens, too, is he. Uh, he finds the dead dog. He finds a dead dog on the path. Okay, and he's yes. like, ah! And she's like, what is it? And he goes, it's nothing. <laughs> like, why are you keeping secrets? Be like, I found a dead dog. Like, well, you don't want to, like, Here's further a heads increase up. the panic. You know but what sure, I mean? But it's let like... him know that there's dead animals lying around. <laughs> you know what I mean? It looked I like a fresh kill, right? Yeah, it was, it was like, you know... I don't think it was a fresh kill. It just seemed like a dead dog laying there. Yeah, yeah. But in case she stumbles across it, give someone a heads up. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right, so there are dead animals lying around here. <laughs> Just so you know, they do get separated. They can't really find each other. The sun starts starting to go down. It's not full-on nighttime yet. The sun starts going down a little bit. They can still hear each other. And then she runs into somebody. Out comes walking out. The man himself, Patrick Wilson. (laughs) Sun's going down. Annabelle's creation, Patrick Wilson. (laughs) Correct. He's got mustache and all. First sign of creepy guy. But this is what really blew me away. Because when he goes, don't panic. Cal, can you hear me? Don't panic. He introduces himself. He goes, I'm Tobin's daddy. I was like, yeah. daddy? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why are you talking like I that, mean, man? Instantly... Like, these are adults. <laughs> like, I'm the kid's father. I'm Tobin. I'm Tobin's daddy. Yeah, like, I'm Tobin's daddy. That's if I heard that, I'd have been like, Becky, run. You, do you molest your kid and uh, <laughs> yeah. kill people in these tall grass? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to molest me? <laughs> but, uh... uh... I guess this was their second like t- t- display of terrible horror movie instincts, mm-hmm. where she totally willing to like not be creeped out. The second you see this tall guy in the tall grass, immediate <laughs> panic mode, screaming for yeah. your life, he's gouging at his daddy. eyes, yeah. yelling for help. You're not like he's he's. Why don't you follow me to the way out? Like I don't know. I I don't know. I trust him. I don't know yeah. why, but I do. Like he's got a golf shirt on and a mustache. <laughs> he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. But uh, he's telling my boyfriend to be cool. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see, All right, Daddy. <laughs> so she goes off with him. They immediately can't hear Cal anymore, right? Yes. So now Cal gets separated. But it does seem, though, that like I said, her lack of being her lack of shock in the situation does seem to me a little bit like does this guy have some type of like mystical powers where she's like. You know what I mean? Her senses are dulled by by him or something like that. You no, know I, I mean? think at because this point he still is just Tobin's daddy. Like but I don't. They didn't, but they didn't hear. Like they've been yelling for each other for so long. Nobody. Hey, I'm also here. Yeah, that's how this like, thing helps. works. You know but, what I, I mean? but they yeah. didn't. Like this is her first. Exp- like uh, 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 seeing that she should have been a lot more freaked out. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, uh, she 100%. was a lot more willing to be like, all right, you're lost in here too, man. Let's do it. You're Tobin's daddy. <laughs> and I I can't. I'm really beating the bush on that one, but it's a really weird thing to say. So that but. was kind of just like she, and then as well, kind of throughout the rest of the movie, I take on where she has this kind of like uh, uh, almost paralyzed with fear kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. Where it's well, here's something else that happens too. Well, okay, well, I guess 
The sun goes fully down. Cal can't find anybody now. He's sitting there by himself, upset, kind of like sitting in the mud, like a big fucking whiner baby. <laughs> Literally curled up in a fetal yeah, position in the mud. Dude, no doubt. <laughs> and then who comes walking out of the tall grass? The little creeper himself, Tobin, this little asshole. Yeah. Covered in mud with the dead crow in <laughs> hand. <laughs> dead crow. <laughs> where it's... And he's just like, what? again, way too trusting. Tobin! Yeah. Like, where have you been? We've been looking for Dog you. Dog has been looking for you forever. <laughs> by the way, there's no doubt. There's a dead golden retriever over there. Is that a crow? Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They don't move the dead. He sucks some shit. He buries the crow. And he has a very gray, dark uh, color to his, you know, camera uh, He just looks like a little whack. Yeah. He's looking a little off. Very, very creepy little kid holding a dead animal. Yeah. But also, here's what gets annoyed. He's like, here, man, I can show you kind of a way out. He kind of tells him. He's like, follow me, but make sure... Make sure you don't lose me. Make sure we don't get separated, he tells him. He's like, all right, Tobin. And then Tobin takes off like a bat out of hell. Yeah. Like, much like Mowgli, king of the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> like, Tobin, why are you running, dude? Walk, man. Like, as long as we see each other, we're good. All right, don't get lost. <laughs> dude, kid's fucking gone. But somehow they make it into this clearing. He chases them. And who's standing there but no one other than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> if you smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking. It feels so good to be back <laughs> in the tall grass. But there he is. But it's just a rock. But they refer to it as the rock. Yeah. A but, lot. Yeah. Like a lot of the times, or even later on, he's like, you don't want to touch the rock, do you? Touch the rock. And he's like, you know, for five bucks. These wrestlers are I mean, He's got his it. eyebrow raised. He doesn't want to touch the rock. <laughs> Have you seen him in ballers? He's really. Uh... <laughs> but he uh, takes him to the rock. And uh, he's telling him that, like, look, I think. I forget what the kid says exactly. But he's like, touch the rock. Something very creepy about The kid about touches how the rock. Touch yeah. him, you see all and you know it. But he's also yeah, being you know very everything. ominous about how he can see everything and, you know, he knows what's going on. Oh, I doubt your sister uh, is uh, – she's doing very good. Like, you you want to know what's going on? We can go to the rock and then that will show us. Like, <laughs> the rock. <it's> almost like <laughs> a- <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it's stupid Cam, of course, like any of us would do, especially Liam, is like, hell yeah, I'll touch <laughs> yeah, the rock. Are you fucking crazy? I've always been wanting to do this. I mean, it's no <laughs> been waiting stone. my whole life to touch the rock. It's no uh, Stone Cold or Bam Bam Bigelow, <laughs> but, you know. So Cam puts his hand out. Hulk Hogan anywhere in these bushes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know I'm a Hulkamaniac, Tobin. But he uh, puts his hand out. He's about to lay his hand on the rock. And uh, you hear a scream from his sister. He finally hears his sister Uh-oh. again. She's like, help me. Finally oh no. being raped by Patrick Wilson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you dope. So he goes bursting back into the uh, woods. The kid tells him it's too late. And he's like, uh-oh, it's too late for her, right? Mm-hmm. Boom. He goes running off in the forest, tries to find her, gets lost again. Didn't she also, by the way, like see a clump of hair before like going to stroll off with this guy, she's like, "Yeah, trust me. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, Don't worry yeah. about that clump of hair." Uh, You're it's... right. <laughs> a clump of hair, and then like a lady walks out. I think it's like maybe Tobin's mom, but oh, no, no Tobin's later. mom comes out yeah, later. She does but... come out later. That's right. But yeah, she doesn't find a clump of hair. <laughs> he goes running off to find her, and then cut scene to a new guy. Now, yes, back on the road, driving it's on the road, time, and they're out of the woods. Yeah, it's uh, back on the daytime. Street. We got a brand new character. He's driving a truck. He's uh, and he looks a lot like Billy from Stranger Things season oh, three. For sure. <laughs> I was thinking, kind of looks like Nick Stahl from like okay, yes, from you know different things from Carnival. From Carnival, I was like, I even had to look it up. I was like, is this guy a Stahl? Is this a Stahl, bro? <laughs> but uh, he's not. 
But he, he's you see him, he stops at a gas station. Now, keep your eyes peeled because this is the only scene with <laughs> gas station attendant. And he I shows. Would've, I would have called her bitchy lady telling me not to smoke here. Uh, yeah. That was, that's how I would have <laughs> yeah. put her in the IMDb. Well, this credit. asshole is smoking at a gas station. <laughs> like, come on, man. Everyone deserves what they get in this fucking movie. You know what? <laughs> but uh, he shows the gas attendant a picture, and it was just like, hey, have you seen these people around here? They've been missing for two months. <laughs> I got you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> But he uh, tells you they've been missing for two months, so kind of a mind fuck there. You're like, oh, man, wow. He pulls up to the uh, church. He sees their car. He looks in. This is why I frame-by-framed you with the burger, because he looks in their car that he finds, and there's that burger still sitting in the driver's seat covered in maggots. It's bad. Okay, that burger's sick. been there for a that long totally time. That totally went over my head. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So the burger's been there a very long time. See, now it kind of was my take on the whole abandoned, with the, the whole very obviously creepy abandoned church. Mm-hmm. Is the, like, parking lot full of cars in there. Yeah, well, I think that's everyone that's ever been lost in the tall grass. Exactly. Yeah, for but sure. But it's just like, that's like, you know, it's an abandoned church, 15 cars, uh, something's not right. Little uh, <laughs> Easter egg in that parking lot though the car from christine is in that parking lot interesting yeah yeah interesting. little stephen king because uh, there was some older models and again we've already just based no hint of it really i guess now we're starting the two months thing would be your first clue mm-hmm. that the time contingency whole thing is being uh, uh messed with however uh we've, we had that spoiled by the trailer so we know that that's bound to come. So I was kind of on the lookout for more like if there was cars from the 50s or whatever. Sure. You know what I, I guess mean? Christine kind of. Yeah, for sure. You know, it was an old like. Mid-70s like we mentioned. For sure. Um, so he pulls off to the side of the road. Now does he hear. No, I think he sees like a backpack. I think he like sees their bag. He or finds her like book. Yeah, he finds her okay. book. Like so right he outside. He pulls over, the grass, looks. He like finds her book. Correct. Finds her book outside the grass. Looks around. What does he do? Call nine one one and be like, "Hey, I might find evidence." <laughs> Go to that hot dog stand I was talking <laughs> yeah. about, and uh... hey, I might have found evidence of these people that have been missing for two months. You guys <laughs> should know. come out here. Fuck it. He goes right in, yeah, goes yeah. into the tall grass. But he tied some of the grass into knots along the way. Yeah, so s- <laughs> immediately, he doesn't go he to... He prepared. Uh, doesn't go into immediate panic like the other know, two sure. did. Like old Cal He's wearing did. a backpack. He's got a backpack and on. He, uh, he's got a trucker hat. He's going to say, and his hat tucked real yeah, tight he's, he's, uh, for tick protection. So this guy's no slouch. He, uh, <laughs> he's ready for the tall grass. Yeah, yeah. He, um... Uh, goes in there, starts looking around, starts tying the things in knots, like you said. And then he, uh, at one point, kind of confused me. He's checking the he, sun. Yeah. For, like, you can tell he's a little bit more, knows what he's doing and, like, hiking. But then the sun is changing directions and bouncing around. And then we kind of get confirmed that it's like there is something more than meets the eye with this. Uh, Correct. With the actual tall grass itself. Well, he gets turned too. Yeah, but right, what what was the deal with him like refinding one of his like grass knots? And I was like, oh, it's working. But he looks very nervous about it. And I was like, he's like heading in a straight line, yeah. I think. And it's just like, whoa, I didn't walk. Uh, okay, in a circle, that makes sense. But I'm more of a cow or a cam. <laughs> I, I'm not a Travis. <laughs> I'm immediately panicking, especially when the night falls. But he uh, kind of same situation. It's nighttime. You know, he doesn't find anybody yet. 
He's sitting in the mud. Who fucking shows up in the same muddy spot? But old little asshole Tobin <laughs> comes walking back in, but recognizes Travis. Yes. He's like, Trav, what up, dogs? How you yeah, been? Yeah. How you living? <laughs> T, <laughs> T money. What up? Travis doesn't. How did you know my name? Yes. Travis doesn't remember. Little Cam or little uh, Tobin was like, "Here, I'm going to show you something." And doesn't I think if you smell, <laughs> what does he bring? He brings to the rock, I guess, also, but he also brings him to uh, the girl's dead body. Okay, yes, I guess he doesn't bring him to the rock. He brings him to the rock later. You're right. He actually, I guess, first takes him. You want to see uh, uh, what you're looking for? But even this Correct. kid, as he's he's right. He's him, like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, exactly. I don't think you're gonna want to see. But he as well. We have to stress. Tobin is also at this point like he's saying weird ominous. He's the ground. You know, you're one with the grass. He yeah, brings yeah, up yeah. like a connection to Travis. He's like, "Me and you, we can see. We have some type of you know, like we can do something." Yeah. Travis is like, "Who are you? You little yeah, fucking, you fucking little asshole." I didn't even hear you, I didn't even come in here to save you, you yeah, little yeah. creep. Have you seen my girlfriend? Is that a dead crow? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to beat the shit? Do I have to kill you right now for my own yeah. safety? Because he does shake the kid, too. He's like, hey, asshole. Like, who are you? Yeah, and again, he's kind of be like, hey, your girlfriend's dead, but she's over here. Yeah. He has to, like, But Man. I had nothing to do with it, I swear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope no, I'm you covered like... in blood and hiding in the, the grass. <laughs> in four Eating in the morning. Crow. <laughs> I hope you don't like surprises. <laughs> So sure enough, he brings him to nonetheless Becky's dead body, right? I feel like I keep changing the names here. But I'm, willing, I'm willing to go with Becky. Yeah. He brings her to Becky's dead body and he like takes the charm that he gave her out of his her pocket, puts it in his pocket. He's very upset. He falls asleep. You know, pretty upset. He loses Tobin. <laughs> Tobin, run, uh, classic Tobin, runs off. He's Follow by, me. by himself. He wakes up in the daytime where you realize he slept next to the dead body overnight. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I get you're sad, but... Uh, and he didn't even try to call 911. He didn't even bring his phone into uh, <laughs> yeah. into the woods this camp. I don't like, think old Travis has any any time minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> so he wakes up, and he starts looking for Tobin again. This time he starts shouting out for, Tobin! Tobin! You know, as one would. Cut to the road. Who's there but... Tobin, his mom, and Mustache Dad yes, are all there. Now, this time, they're pulling up, and they're getting drawn in because they mustache hear Mustache Dad is on a, a highfalutin business call. He's a real estate yeah. man. He's got time for this. <laughs> but then the goddamn dog runs into the uh, said dead dog from earlier. That's true. The dog is what runs. The- Tobin actually didn't go in when Travis Travis was calling for him. Yeah, he but hears the his dog. Name. Like, yeah, my name. but then the dog was like, "Let's go check it out." Because he goes like, "Dad, they're calling my name." First sign not to run into the woods for when sure. some strange man is yelling your name <laughs> that you don't know. It's yeah. But, Second uh, that dog runs into the tall grass, they'd be like, "Well, I guess our dog. <laughs> we don't have a dog anymore." <laughs> That's that. But no, Tobin goes running after his dog, and then insert the family, family follows. Goes flying in after him, and that kind of I would say end act one, right? For the most, part. I really like where we're heading at this point. But you know, yeah, it's it a kind good of started time off loop movie. very, very uh, angst ridden with the whole being lost in the woods. Quickly, kind of turns into uh, more meets the eye with the supernatural factor 
for the grass. All of the sudden, the time loop element is really debuted in a super cool way where mm-hmm. it's like the family went in to get the kid. Now the kid, he goes in to get the family. Uh, he goes in to find them, runs into the kid. Now he's calling for the kid. Then they get dragged in to see him. Yeah, it's, it's like, who got there circle. first? What's going on? I like yeah. where it's going. Uh, uh, from here on, it yeah. gets kind of crazy. It gets a little wonky up to this point because now the dad's walking around. I guess another sign you realize that uh, Ross is a bad dad is he immediately is like, Tobin, you goddamn fucking kid. Couldn't the fucking kid have <laughs> to follow the goddamn dog? Like, little shit, I was on a very important phone call. Well, you know he's a bad dad because he's taking an important phone he's, call. He's, yeah, that's Anytime that's a dad is taking yeah. an important business call, total scumbag piece of shit. That's true. That's, <laughs> that's very true. He's fucking moving. Movie producers have no respect for a goddamn breadwinner uh-huh. trying to uh, make some money for the family. Now, at this point, they all kind of fall back. And you already know that he's a creep because you've already seen him like in the other time loop yeah. fucking rape and kill Becky or whatever. Name, you know what I mean? Well, you know he's so with like, her and you hear her scream. You don't really see anything yeah, yet. Yeah. But you know that there's like the creepy kid and dad are already in there. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you know How when they, they go running now? in. Yeah. It's just like, well, you know, it's... Yeah, it's very weird. Now it's very upside down. They all kind of run into each other now. I know Travis finds uh, Cal and Becky. They, uh, they, uh, he's like shocked because not only are they alive yeah. for his one thing, but she's still only six months pregnant. They're supposed to be gone, missing for at least two, two months. months. She should yeah, be looking yeah. ready to pop. You know sure. what I mean? So he's looking. Everything's a little he's, off. Yes, yeah. that's true, too. So I guess right now we're kind of at just coming to head. We're there. Cal's just like, but I came in here to look for you. We're there like, what are you doing in here? And he's yeah. like, I came in here to look for you. And they're like, how was that possible? You yeah, know? how did so you get here first? So they haven't quite yeah. put together the time loop thing. But now it's really looking like that's the direction I think direction Travis this is finally getting it. The guy it. gets how the sun works. He uh, just saw her dead body, not the night before. For sure. So he knows that. He's like, do we got a groundhog <laughs> day? just go sleep with him? Yeah. <laughs> well, so, I got you. Do I, was there an I got you, babe scenario going? Yeah, I think Travis realizes they're in a real Groundhog's Day thing going on here. But uh, I guess not even, though, because it's all crisscross. You know, he's like trying to you know figure I mean? it out a little bit. But then they run into, I think they have Tobin. They run into Tobin. Sure enough. Tobin is indeed daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Tobin's daddy shows up. They all lock up to each other. He's like, oh, son, I missed you. And he's like, guys, great news. I found a way out. And they're like, all right, let's do this. Fuck around. <laughs> if you smell. <laughs> sure enough. <laughs> there he goes. Dwayne Johnson still standing in the middle there. The rock flexing those pecs, raising that eyebrow. the tooth fairy. Uh. <laughs> Patrick Wilson is like, here is the way out. But goes really crazy. Yeah. Uh, he's like, check it out. I'm going to touch the rock this time. And everyone's like, oh, I want to touch the rock. <laughs> he touches it first and is like. But he's giving Candles a real a little different than Tobin speech. Tobin like, just touched it and he was just like, all right, you know, touch the rock. It's cool. This guy touches it. Yeah. And he was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It was like, like an orgasmic thing. Yeah. But when Tobin touched it, his hair, his hair stood up on his arm. Yeah, yeah, so his, you knew something was amiss. His spidey senses but were tingling. But he is already was like such a zombie little creep fucking in this <laughs> yeah, movie anyway that like yeah. nothing like he's not going to have much of an emotional range at this point. For sure. This is pa- But Patrick Wilson is already like psychotic yeah. about his... To, you know what I mean? Wanting to touch the rock and how it's going to show I mean, you the light and everything. Much like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. and a more sympathetic I could not be. <laughs> yeah, but it's some. It, it's not like you know they're they're hammering home that it's a crazy psychotic yeah. uh, 
feeling that he's going through. For sure. So much so because yet again, old Cam or Cal gets uh, yes easily convinced to touch said rock again. He's like, come yeah. on, man. You're up. The guy's like, again, more sympathetic. Yeah. I cannot be. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for the second time now, Cal's about to touch the rock. When who shows up? But oh. randomly, the mother from the fucking mom. looking totally disheveled. Yeah, uh, she's uh, had a rougher, rough night. <laughs> yeah, for sure, much rougher night than uh, Tobin's daddy. Coming in hard with all sorts of accusations about yeah. daddy, which we've <laughs> all known. And uh, it's like, yeah, sweetheart, back of the line. He's just <laughs> raped and killed <laughs> Becky. Like we yeah. know, <laughs> he's been fucking. He's been rent. He's been. Uh, uh, yeah. He's been. He's been speaking in tongs for the last thirty minutes about how much he loves the Rock. Uh, he <laughs> and again, <laughs> yeah, totally sympathetic. <laughs> But she's coming in hot with accusations about how he's a psychotic killer. Yeah. And uh, you can uh, tell he's a little unhinged. Travis, being the tough guy that he is, tries to take the matter in his own hands. He tackles Patrick Wilson. I think we're going to go on our own, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can keep the kid. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he attacks Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson immediately gets Cam the Cam offers hand. no help. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, uh, even his sister tells him. She's like, help him. He's like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't have my glasses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he gets Travis kind of like, I don't know if he distracts him. The mom gets involved. And Patrick Wilson, I want to say, tussles. He refers to it as a tussle later on. He's like, when I was tussling. <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, aren't upset when I was tussling with my wife. <laughs> I think <laughs> and it was this, not a move of The Rock. However, it was the signature finishing maneuver <laughs> of Kona Crush in the <laughs> mid-90s, where you pull the old smash their <laughs> squeeze their temple until their head explodes. For sure. So... Uh, <laughs> He yeah, the tussle is uh, yet another throw, uh, uh, homage to the WWF yeah, yeah. with the squishing his wife's head. Uh, yeah, so he pops his wife's head, splashes all over him. The kid's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go with this new group. Yes. So Tobin and the three others, Travis, Cam, Becky. And again, I would not trust Tobin. I would have I would have already beaten yeah, Tobin, like, Tobin to no, death no, no, no. You're with when him. he showed up with the crow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they go running away, running off to... Uh, to, uh, running for help, just running for yeah, just, just running away, away at first. There's a crazy guy trying to get away from fucking old Patrick Wilson. PWs, <laughs> but uh, they run away, and sure enough, they end up in the parking lot of a bowling alley that yeah. you see them abandoned drive by. Later. Bo- abandoned bowling alley, yeah, right. Which, Which is uh, a perfect place for a horror movie setting. Yeah, really. Right. Uh, we've we've had a crazy 15 minutes. That got a little wild. And at this point, the time loop thing, it's getting awfully confusing. It really Just is. in its execution. But we've now kind of, all right, we're out of the grass. I've got a little bit of grasp on what's going on. Uh, a super cool setting with an abandoned bowling alley, uh, uh, I guess. They're trying to, uh, just trying to escape Patrick Wilson, who much like in horror movie fashion, much like Jason is just like, yeah. you know. Slowly walking, slow, but on the slow hunt for him. We'll be catching up. They do get in the bowling alley. Uh, I guess at this point, too, they kind of really start establishing the, like, long built-up turmoil. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say, brother. that in the bowling alley, there is an unnecessary, like, ten-minute character breakdown. For which sure, is like, yeah. by the way, Travis, your grunge band will never take off. <laughs> and then Travis quips. Well, you just want to have sex with your For sister. sure. Totally quips back Bingo. and, like, says what I said from the rip. He's like, you just want to fuck your sister. And I was like, right. I know. What the fuck? Which, again, uh, is such a classic, weird Stephen King thing to do. 
You know what I mean? It's just like a weird. Stephen King kind of like Stephen King always has like some weird sex thing kind of always written in. A lot of kids getting murdered. There's always like a weird Stephen King thing. So I can just imagine (laughs) him Stephen King movies or something weird about him. Him and his creepy fucking son sitting there and being like, "What if the brother wanted to fuck the sister?" And he's like, "Good one, son." Ew. Yeah, you never really hear about Sally Hill. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's. She's long gone. <laughs> She's uh, left years ago. But yeah, right. He brings up the grunge band. Yeah. Kind of points to the fact that he, I guess. Uh, they also bring up the fact that I guess that this movie started with this epic road trip, apparently uh, uh, heading for an abortion clinic in San Diego. No, she's giving him a. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. Which is another but, weird trope in movies too that they uh, always make like she's doing the responsible thing. She doesn't they don't want the baby, she's giving it up for adoption. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and a lot of times in T V shows and in like movies like Lost, for instance, they're like, Ooh, you shouldn't be giving away the child for adoption. Tisk tisk, mother. <laughs> and it's like, what are you fucking yeah. talking about? Best thing for society. <laughs> yeah. And that's another thing too, when she first meets Tobin's daddy, he's like, oh, you're pregnant. Being a, being a parent is the greatest thing in the world. The greatest. Oh, let me guess. You don't have a daddy. There's no daddy. It's all right. The baby's going to be the best thing ever. And it's like, whoa, dog. Like, <laughs> take it easy. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But, uh, but they established that, uh, that Travis kind of ditched out on Becky or whatever her yeah. name is when she was, you know, well, because of the pregnancy, he wanted to be dedicated to his horrible grunge band. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, again, more sympathetic I could not be. Uh. <laughs> All he wants to do is jam out and touch the rock. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, uh, so I guess that kind of, they, they established the big turmoil there, the weird uh, uh, sexual tension brother-sister is acknowledged. Yeah, at least throw in a step. You know what I mean? Like, we're step siblings. Tobin's sitting there like, Jesus Christ, I'd be better off on my own uh, with that dead crow. I was doing good killing animals. You guys are good here. (laughs) Me and uh, the crow are out of here. But then all of a sudden, I think you start hearing banging on the door because Michael Myers has shown up. Well, I would say it's another kind of classic Stephen King where the killer father is banging the door with a whole here's Johnny moment. (laughs) Exactly. A huge here's Johnny moment. You're 100% right. Come on, Tobin, you little (laughs) whelp. So now they find themselves on the roof of the place trying to escape where, I guess, they see a church in the distance. Yeah, the church. The where church. all their cars where are parked. Where all their cars are, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not just a church. <laughs> and not just a rock. Yeah. The rock and the, the lesser known famous wrestler, exactly. the church. So the church is just right there, yeah. like, you know, 20 yards, 100 yards yeah. away or whatever, through the tall grass, but in a straight just shot. A straight shot. You can see right see there. They see the church, and they also see then, but they see the dog the running goddamn around. Goddamn dog is in the parking lot Which again. then appears in the church yeah it so runs they behind kind of bush. find there's a hole like a like a, yeah. a portal a classic floor to sinkhole <laughs> a sinkhole exactly <laughs> that uh yeah they think there's a hole uh, while they're looking over the ledge travis kind of slips right yeah catches the thing barely uh cal grabs his arm and again at this point i thought i was like oh cal is evil now too he must have touched the rock when we yes. weren't looking 
Because he's hearing that weird Native American grass chanting. It's like, whoa, whoa, oh, that's true too. Whoa, yes, whoa, he's hearing something in the grass, and he like he's lets had him the go. urges to touch it. He didn't help out in the fight. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. I really thought that like at this point I was like major oh, heel turn coming for Cal. Big turn. I was like, this guy is totally a bad guy. <laughs> like he's also part of the rock, for sure. the rock nation now. <laughs> so he drops Travis off the roof, assumedly, uh, presumably killing him. Yes. Uh, he turns around. Who's standing there? But Oh, creepy Tobin <laughs> is like you shouldn't have done that <laughs> gives him a wink he's right, just he's like, like well done on the <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it feel great to kill somebody that it's guy just... grunge band come on <laughs> <laughs> he was holding us back yeah but uh so he mentions that there's a hole Becky comes up there like where's Travis we gotta run there's a hole I think we can get out Patrick Wilson shows up on the roof he starts chasing him he also mentions like there's holes everywhere baby it's <laughs> like alright man like <laughs> so, uh, so they start running away they, but they have to go back into, into the, the tall, tall grass, grass, try to make it to the church where they think it's a str- now. As we know, there's more than meets the eye with this tall grass. And so. I guess I guess what these three idiots do: run at full speed away from each other. <laughs> yeah. So now at this point, all three of them are separated. And at this point, really is when the movie hits its uh, just ultimate, you know, nutty what's going nuttiness on? Yeah. climax. So where... focus on Cam or Cal. He's running. Pauses for a second. Who comes bursting out in an old? I played college football back in the day, but old, <laughs> old P. Wilson himself, yeah, a hard yeah, tackle, yeah. tackle to the ground. It was a very Mowgli King of the Jungle move too, <laughs> yeah, where he yeah. took a shortcut. He knew the weeds and yeah. went around it. Apparently, the grass works for this guy. Episode five, Mowgli King of the Jungle. <laughs> if you wonder why I keep referencing it, uh, you're the king now, Liam. <laughs> you're but, the king of the jungle, Mowgli. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, tackles him, starts choking Cam out or Cal, yeah. and then he looks to his left, and you realize there's just a bunch of in a very IO fashion, or, or was it arc? arc. I think a very yeah, arc, a very fashion, arc yeah. fashion. There's a bunch of dead pile of cows. dead cows. Yeah. Just uh... so you realize that he's been dying for a while now, for sure. Now cut to Becky. Becky's walking around. She's pregnant. I think she again hears like the uh, <laughs> There's also something weird going on with the soil. They're like falling into quicksand. Yeah, There's, everything's a little you know, muddier. Like muddy and, you know. That old Florida sinkhole style. <laughs> I think she might be near the rock or right by the rock. If because you if you're in danger, what are you going to do? You run to the rock. <laughs> this guy lives for saving lives. But instead there, there's a bunch of... Uh, I guess what grass, grass people, people yeah. like they're just people, but they have oh, yeah. grass faces. Oh, yeah. I guess they're the ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I also wrote down too because I was just and like, then, oh, they're demons. I was like, demons always want the baby, man. Like yeah. fucking pregnant chicks and demons or whatever <laughs> yeah, the fuck they're sure. supposed to be. Now this is a real mother moment. Mm. Okay, I don't know if I think I might have even brought it up on a recent episode where I brought up the nuttiness that was Mother. The, I think maybe the Joker, the Geeked Up Fall movie special. Yeah, I talked about Mother. Uh, you did not see. Mother, I did not right? see it, but the I know the Javier uh, Bardem and Kate Hudson or whatever. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, great. I actually really enjoyed it, but it was you know uh, the second act, uh, second act especially, kind of had a build. You know, uh, you know. 
build up to a tense moment mm-hmm. that just went totally batshit crazy. And next thing you know, she's getting she's eating her own baby. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, by Patrick Wilson, who's turning well, into cow. Sure, because the gra- the grass people come out. She's also like looking at the carvings on the rock, which kind of show like what's going Your tribal to carvings yeah. going on. And then he even mentions he was like, "This is the center of the USA, baby." And I was yeah. like, "What Trump country? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who cares? What is?" What does that matter at all? Yeah, this is yeah. the center. The rock is in the center. All the grass people are there. Yeah. And the next thing you know, he's like... There's a weird sex kind of kind like, of thing, yeah. you know, scene where there's Patrick Wilson, like, looks like he's about to be raping her. But then he starts for shape-shifting his cow. Yeah. And he's feeding her the grass that they're lost in. But all of a sudden, it turns into the baby that's getting eaten. Yeah, by he's, the, like, making her eat the yeah, baby. Yeah, he's feeding her grass, but like, then... Taste like you? It's like, motherfucker, <laughs> how would I know? <laughs> I know. I've never eaten myself. <laughs> yeah. Can we get back to that bowling alley, yeah. for fuck's sake? Like, now the rock's allowed to eat me. hey <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah really gross really red very unstir yeah very disturbing and unsettling i even wrote down in all capitals is she eating the baby <laughs> <laughs> i've at this point stopped taking notes a couple plot twists ago it was just, I too just scary. Like, yeah i was just like it was just too confusing no, 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 I'm, talking, yeah, I'm like i can't sure. keep chronicling it if it's fucking if, if it's going to turn into an alternate universe, that's the later. only way we'll make it out of this tall grass alive, Liam, <laughs> is if I keep chronicling it, what's been going on. But yeah, I guess it does at this point kind of take on a little bit of like a maze kind of feel. Okay. And Travis feels like he can kind of, you know, uh, uh, break the time loop somehow mm-hmm. by grabbing Tobin. He grabs the. Yeah, Travis comes back to life, I guess, right? He, like, wakes well, they, up. I think they run into, like, a Travis from another time loop. For sure. Yeah, he, they That's do. They there. do. You know what I mean? Like. They do find another Travis. Tobin finds him. He brings him back to the rock. And at this point, everyone's fucked. You know, Cal's dead. The girl's okay, dead. Yes. She ate her baby. It's him and Tobin now at the rock. And Tobin's like, all right, the rock made a deal. If you can pin him. <laughs> in under an hour, he'll actually show you the way out. So you can give the people's elbow <laughs> to the rock. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut you a deal. So uh, Travis, but now this, by the way, we've kind of flopped in to like a good guy, Tobin. Ever since they ran into the woods, for sure, it was like a normal. The camera, t- uh, a, t- a hue is like a much brighter on him. He's not covered in d- uh, dirt. There's no dead animals. <laughs> he's a much no. He's like a normal, regular kid. He's a normal Tobin. He's not the creep Tobin that we were first introduced to. He's yeah. like normal. So. He He's talking now to good Tobin, not evil Tobin, that brought Cal to the rock. Yeah, yeah This yeah, is yeah. now good Tobin that's like, dude, don't touch that rock. What are you doing? That's yeah, obviously what drove Patrick, Patrick Wilson that's crazy. My dad. But so at this point, Travis, I guess kind of uh, – so at this point, I'm kind of getting reminded a little bit of Mother. At this point, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Stranger Things with the Demogor- Demogor too, okay, sure. where he's like touching the rock to like then feed. Like the rock is obviously feeding off of – Well, I mean, have you seen – how big soul. that guy is he's got to eat those carbs <laughs> yeah know. but his it's muscles like don't come from no other souls and whatnot you kind of figure that are touching them giving their power to the rock mm. all right so finally patrick uh finally travis sacrifices himself to touch the rock he's like all right i'm gonna touch the rock because everyone keeps saying if you touch it you'll find you'll, a way out you know all the, of, you'll know all the knowledge but doesn't make any sense because when you touch the rock it turns you crazy fucking patrick wilson didn't patrick leave him way out fuckers, he went right? yeah 
So he touches the rock. You see, like, kind of a roots thing. Oh, Stephen or the band? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the uh, the scientific one. Oh, jeez. Where there's, you know, red f- the red clouds come. The red clouds come. You and see grass growing up his of, arm. You know, yeah, cutting through the whole field is a red pattern. That and goes that's not confusing enough. He gives Tobin one more thing. He's like, take this locket. Look, man, you're not supposed to be here. You're just a boy. I'm going to uh, stay here. I'm one with the grass now. If you were the creepy one holding the crow, you're yeah. supposed to be here. I th- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right camera, uh, Tobin, yeah. with a fucking clean face. you got to get So then here. he pushes Tobin through the grass. And then Tobin yeah, like emerges. Then he fucking leads the right way, just like in Stranger Things season three, where it's like uh, uh, once what's his face Billy becomes yeah. the demigod. Then he like sacrifices yeah, yeah, himself yeah, yeah. to say, yeah. "You've just turned evil. How are you doing a face turn?" For sure. You, do you not understand how the raw professional wrestling works? For sure. This so. movie stars stars the Rock. We kind <laughs> of a sense of the face and heel dynamic. But uh, he pushes Tobin through the uh, field. Tobin is now like in a bright in the steeple of the church for sure. Like, you know, like it's just like a bright room, or maybe yeah, I guess maybe just the chapel. And he's just like ooh. He opens the little door Kanye's that was in the there back singing of the, the new number one. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing the it's uh, Baptist. He's singing the gospel version of uh, <laughs> he's singing the gospel version. <laughs> 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 the midnight special. <laughs> he uh, runs right past that. He uh, goes out of the church. He's out of the tall grass now. He's in the church parking lot. Who does he see but Becky and Cal or Cam? Yes. And it's right at the beginning. Taking a, she's throwing up. He, and she's he's puking. standing outside the woods listening to a kid scream he can for help. hear himself now screaming for help in the woods. And they're about to go in there. And he comes running up and he was just like, don't go in there. Here's your locket from earlier. How else yeah. would I have that? And then Becky's like, Cal, don't go in there. Like, stop to the last second. She's like, something very bad is going on. Yeah. And then I guess cut to they never end up going in. Kind of saves. They just drive. Cut they drive away. The I think they take Tobin or there's like where this thing. little demon kid yeah. surely slits their throat a couple <laughs> yeah. miles down the road. I would have loved it. They just left him there. Dumber, like, like, thanks, little buddy. <laughs> yeah. Now let's go get thanks that abortion back. But <laughs> <laughs> time to give up this baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The end. But yeah. It really is. The end. They all leave together. They kind they... of pans away with the camera hovering yeah. over the over tall the grass. Uh, I guess. I guess, and that really is. The end of the movie. Any afterthoughts would be uh, at what point I thought for sure that Tobin, before you meet the parents, when they just first meet the baby, you know she's pregnant. I was like, oh, this is her kid. Oh, like interesting. Five Maybe years later, I was like, that's uh, who knows. But then once you meet that he actually has a family, I was just like, ah, Jesus, never yeah. mind. It's just well, some I mean, who knows kid. what the hell going on with this movie? Yeah, <laughs> just... a lot of confusing. Uh... And I mean, not that I had any idea as to what the hell was going on throughout the movie. I really yet am able to conclude that the end makes no fucking sense. Here's one thing uh... though I could say <laughs> that if uh, now hear me out. If the Steve that first entered the tall grass was two months after they entered the tall grass, right? And he went. Travis, you mean? Travis, yeah, I'm sorry. If Travis entered two months after they first disappeared, right? Okay. So now, assumedly, they're not going to give up the kid for adoption. They're going to go drive back to Wichita. 
wouldn't Steve be there then and being like, hey, man, yeah. by the way, because it's two months earlier. No, for sure. They're totally so, like, going to run into – Because uh, the end, I guess, the movie does end with them showing that Steve is now in the grass, mm -hmm. like kind of looks like he's dying or has now gone full grass demon or whatever. Correct. However, if the little fucking demon uh, uh, Tobin is alive, shouldn't – uh, uh, the Everything alternate universe be. have Travis for sure putzing around with his garage band absolutely playing and Molly's lips with uh with like, <laughs> who's the guy from Roma <laughs> with the with the pantsless dude from Roma <laughs> like Paco or yeah, <laughs> Paco, yeah. Paco and Travis <laughs> yes. Andre Davi Billy from Stranger Stephen Rude we got a band <laughs> um. But in that same vein, too, couldn't they take little Dirty Tobin and then drop him off at Patrick Wilson's house or whatever and be like, all right, you have two Tobins now. Like, <laughs> yeah. good luck with that. One of them's a little dirty. He's <laughs> yeah. got a lot of dead crows <laughs> yeah. piled up. But uh... <laughs> have a good time. So, yeah. yeah, I guess so, that was the... Uh, don't really get what the hell happened. In the tall but... grass. And like you said, it starts off super like suspenseful. I kind weird, of feel as... And then it totally goes tits up. Like, just gets very confusing. For sure. For sure. Went a little overboard with the time loop angle. Obviously feel there's got to be some metaphorical something or another. Impulse thing For sure. would be kind of mother was very metaphor. It was kind of a religious whole base yeah, thing. Yeah, he's got but Jennifer Lawrence's Mother Earth. Uh, kind, yes. Yeah. This one I feel kind of sticking with the religious thing where I feel Patrick uh, Wilson wanting him, forcing them to touch it and like getting the spirituality touch from the, the rock, rock baby. where of course if there was a deity it would be the rock yeah so, well I think it goes in there's something that I didn't quite get like I, I'm not going to be able to um, uh, unlike IO where I gave my theory of what the metaphor was <laughs> yeah. this one I'm not even going to conclude what the fuck I think it is however I got one there's got to be something I think everyone has a different reaction to it where you already find out that Patrick Wilson is a business dad he's kind of a dick you know what I mean? So okay. when he touches the rock, he goes full on evil. He loses all inhibitions. I think since Travis touched it with good intentions, because even he lying there and becoming one with the grass, he has like blue skies. It's very peaceful. Okay. I think since he did it selflessly, about what you're saying? is that he, so he is like kind of like has the good reaction. And since okay. Tobin's a child, he could touch it because he's like an innocent. Like, and maybe either Cal way, had it does like bother. characteristics of being a. Cal's a total fucking creep. Sure. He should not have <laughs> yeah. made it. He should be just movie, fucking. Dude. He should be yeah. dry humping that rock <laughs> along with Patrick Wilson. Like, He's like, there's a little hole carved <laughs> in the side here. Like, that was my big bummer, too. Is like, Cal should not have got to made it because as someone that didn't touch the rock, he killed Travis. He wants to fuck his sister. Like, this <laughs> dude, true. This dude fucking sucks. We're letting like, the sociopath on the uh, sure. drive down the highway? Yeah. I guess another kind of thing that I did pick up thematically was that they were kind of, it was just like uh, uh, the maze of life where they were, when they were talking talking about the uh, uh, her struggle with dealing with the pregnancy and everything like that Re remember the second John through the woods it was Travis kind of made peace with her and was like you know what I should have had that baby that was kind of yeah, like exactly. when he, he was able to and then that was like when they were able to lead the way out when they found like the right thing to do exactly Whereas, like when he was doing all the bad shit they were staying stuck of course Cal's not gonna help because he's a yeah. creep like that guy said, only got worse as the story progressed <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just like they'd like you know you have to find the, they had to find like the one path uh, 
pathway out, which was like the right way. The pathway to, to righteousness. The <laughs> exactly. Cue the Kanye. Uh. <laughs> but, so yeah, you might be onto something there with you know. Yeah, I feel like was, it's all. Yeah, yeah. It's different for everybody, you know. Much like acid. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's which little, don't combine. Don't watch uh, this one yeah. on a. Or really, don't go walking in tall grass if you're on acid. <laughs> like, this very well could happen if you do see the rock, though, Dwayne or otherwise. Give it a touch. <laughs> but I guess yeah, that would be the official official synopsis of uh, you know our geeked up boys Netflix and chat breakdown of this yeah, uh, movie. It's about the rundown. But uh, now it's time for our little afterthoughts and uh, questions and comments. A couple I of guess, kitschy questions. I would say some kitschy questions. Yo, let me ask you. Kitchen questions. Kitchen. Oh, kitchen questions. All right, of course, that was the kitschy question song by our man Andre Of course, Dobby. yeah, the, the Beats by Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> uh, John Fogarty on that one. Uh, Very good. Oh, job. no, wait. Andre Dobby, yes. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> My job. I always get those two confused. Andre R. Giant Dobby. <laughs> Which one sang Proud Mary? I forget. Uh, was that... <laughs> But, uh, of course, this is a segment where uh, me and Liam each ask each other a couple kitschy questions. <laughs> um, uh, Liam, being more of a uh, moviegoer himself, goes to the theaters to see a lot of these films. Uh, I ask him, to just do his, he think these uh, movies would make the cut for the big screen? Would he see it on the big screen? And, of course, me being a, uh, kind of an MCU, big shared universe, always trying to see if we can cash on on more of these movies. Dev- uh, Devin's the franchise guy. We call him the franchise. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a la Shane Douglas uh, for one more wrestling uh, uh, note. But the uh, he's he loves a good conglomerated universe. I do, I do. Big franchise potential. So I always try and see how uh, we get a sequel or make a little more money on these things. Sequel or a three and I guess or a four. I'll go first this time. You can ask me first. <laughs> I am ready. Well, Devin. Well, ready to receive your question. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, Devin, what would your uh, your doctor sleep? Uh, for in the tall grass, uh, Doctor Grass. What are we? What are we going for? Doctor Grass is good. Or are we going to go for the more clever Shining Two? Yeah. What see, you? I like the, the tall grass too. Um, I'm gonna kind of take this a one's co- gonna be T O O, and you're gonna be in there as well. I don't want to go in. You know, I'm not going in there. I think I was very clear about that. Um, I'm gonna kind of cop out on this one and say there's not going to be a sequel. Interesting. Only because, as stated before, this is actually the third movie. The, <laughs> okay, really, the right. bookend on the Bandit <laughs> time loop. Uh, yeah, saga. We, we finally broke the time loop. All right. Yeah. I mean, Tobin came out of the church. <laughs> he stopped the whole goddamn thing. So, so he saved it as well. 
for uh, the uh, uh, asshole from Ark, That's which right. ended in the time loop. We didn't finish that one. Correct. That's as right. well as the uh, um, uh, Michael I. B. O. Jordan or, or Papa Dop or whatever Dop. from Papa Dop from Eight Mile and his uh, hot air balloon, which ended without an answer. Correct. Finally, we get a fucking ending to one of these guys. This whole thing is it's bookended. It started with the bandits, then it was bandits and time loops, then it was time loops and monsters. There's nothing else you can really do with this epic trilogy that uh, we've stumbled upon and kind of coined the uh, Bandit Time Loop trilogy. Having said that, if I were going to be forced to make a sequel, if it wasn't a trilogy of movies, the only thing you could really do with In the Tall Grass is definitely prequel. Or, okay, you know, you depend on the time. Yeah, yeah. Just the like, you know, when it was still like medium grass or short grass. <laughs> like, why well kept any of this shit happen? Like, okay, why so. is the rock just standing in the middle of the grass? <laughs> How did he know? get so buff and handsome? <laughs> yeah, what did that you know, guy do? The movie opens with the young Dwayne. <laughs> yeah, it's right. a very, Back when he was Dwayne. It's some very short grass, <laughs> and uh, you see what goes on from there. It's like a young Dwayne just playing in his lawn, running around. The, that's right. Before the grass. Grew just and killing crows and uh, <laughs> all right, nice. But uh, yeah, that, I guess would be the way you would do it as a prequel. But again, I really feel like we've come to the end of uh, our okay. trilogy. That does. Of, I think uh, that really is true. Well, although we don't know what Netflix has in store, we don't know what Brad Pitt has in store yeah, for us. Who knows? For I might be time. wrong. But, uh, <laughs> so. And if I am wrong, it'll make it into the uh, geeked up closer looks movies <laughs> with uh, four or more. In uh, a thing, I'm trying to end it with a trilogy. I want. I'll give it real quick, just a very geeked up nod in honor of this being kind of the geeked up, you know, 2019 Halloween special. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a very quick horror movie hero for In the Tall Grass, oh, well. Lawnmower Man, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Stephen King thwarts himself with his own shitty novel. And... The second you said horror movie hero, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> Without even thinking, I was like, "Who would do it? Weed whacker? Oh, lawnmower man! <laughs> Nicely done. Yes. Nicely done. Yes, yes. But uh, so I guess that is a very quick uh, horror movie hero. <laughs> lawnmower man would be in the land of the tall grass. Lawnmower man is king. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess that's my thing. It's a trilogy, or if you had to do one, it would be a prequel movie. Uh, but to you, then I'll ask: um, Would you? Did this movie warrant a Halloween? theatrical release and if so would you have gone and sat in the theaters to see in the tall grass the big motion picture production would i have well i probably would have gone again being confused expecting a jonah hill seth rogan <laughs> classic <laughs> and uh, very disappointed with my caramel popcorn and a, a chicago popcorn uh but uh, uh, would I would this one deserve a bigger than now theatrical? I guess for the tr- uh, for the final for the finale of the trilogy, mm-hmm. I'm gonna finally give it a yes. I'd oh, say you're going to the theaters As, uh, uh, for a couple of reasons. A, I'd say love a good horror movie theater experience. Sure, okay. Where I feel like horror movies kind of really kind of get the more of the uh, Netflix. And chill kind of rap if you know gotcha, what I mean gotcha, you gotcha. kind of sit at home uh, watch the with your lady watch a horror movie kind of but 
when you go to a horror movie, I love the like group uh, uh, dynamic yeah. of the fear and just like having the uh, uh, everybody be on the same thing. It really does mm-hmm. add like a huge element of fun, uh, especially here in New York City. You can get some hilarious black people <laughs> making some funny comments as uh, 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 the the prote- as the but antagonist attacks. Would you but, have gotten that in this theater movie? Was it ever scary enough for like the whole theater been like ooh? <laughs> like there was well, never any have, jump scares or yeah, anything like that. I guess would it have uh, would we have all left disappointed? Probably. However, yeah. would I have been tricked into it? Uh, uh, most certainly, you know. But just in terms of a movie itself, I feel that uh, at first, like we said, where it was kind of just the lost in the woods. I feel like that would have kind of been a cool on a big screen, super tight in on the tall grass. And then as it plays out, it does kind of just go through the time loop confusing angle mm-hmm. but when the shit hits the fan I think something might have been lost uh, for me with my uh, 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 sitting at home you know what I mean kind of at, the, at that point with the volume turned down low because it's one o'clock in the morning <laughs> yeah. and my stupid Netflix however if I'm watching the grass people rape scene on the big screen perhaps might be a little more maybe a little yeah, bit a little more, more intense. intense but definitely would have added to the intensity from that standpoint yeah I guess that's and, a good point uh, just I like the you know what I mean I like the group the uh, the horror movie I think is a great big screen great theater experience you mm. know so I feel it would have been benefited anyway compared to me watching it at home you know what I mean whereas Ark and IO like we discussed you wouldn't have enjoyed it anymore watching no. on the definitely less you know definitely less at least theaters, that time yeah. I was able to scroll on my phone peacefully <laughs> while it was gonna <laughs> you know but this one it's like I feel like uh, probably would have been would have helped out a little bit interesting and the so, big screen a first theater Yes, from Liam, which leads <laughs> of me to the, believe of this trilogy because yeah. I've uh, of this trilogy. That's true. Yeah, um, that leads me to believe. Are we going to get the first Rudy's dad of this trilogy? Because <laughs> I guess it's now it's time to get into uh, reviews. Our official reviews. Big uh, official reviews. And uh, I'll let Liam go first on this one because his takes a lot more of a complex uh, explanation. <laughs> of course I give you my whole audio review. Uh, uh, Siskel and Ebert were lazy bums mm-hmm. and they only gave you a thumbs up. I give you a four-point audio scale. <laughs> right. Where at first, uh, uh, if I uh, really like it, I give it a Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, however, if I what really... If I really, really love it, however, I give it the uh, aforementioned Rudy's dad. This is the most beautiful sight these eyes have ever seen. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, however, if I didn't like it, I give it the very catty David Allen Greer, Damon Wayne's Men on Films. Hated it. And if I really, really didn't like it, I give it a, a seasonal appropriate a Nick Cage from Mandy <laughs> Horror Scream. So that is my four-point audio scale. It is yet to fail. <laughs> yet to uh, have uh, XOXO and Roma fall on the same Stone Cold. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I guess it's worth pointing out uh, 
there's never been a Rudy's dad. Still waiting for a Rudy's dad. I stole a Rudy's dad because Liam <laughs> yeah, stole my uh, Bradley Cooper bit. So That's I true. stole Rudy's dad for Strangers Thing. Doesn't really count. Uh, uh, one, I believe only one, however, uh, Mandy scream, Mandy scream, which war was machine. Uh, war machine, <laughs> shockingly, <laughs> uh, and then uh, a whole lot of hell yes and hated it. So, uh, however, I gave the last two, uh, in time loop fashion, uh, uh caddy hated it or yeah. a very enthusiastic hated yeah. it. Almost a, because uh, I kind of liked him. Yeah. Uh, however, definitely worth a hated it. So. We will see, uh, I guess. For this one, however, we are going to break the time loop. Correct. All right. And uh, it kind of happens sometimes, though, when we do these reviews. I just said I'd go see it on the big screen. We're given these reviews. It sounds like I'm enjoying the film. <laughs> uh, however, uh, I'm going to, uh, like I said, a very seasonal-appropriate Nick Cage oh, Mandy scream. Yes, there is Woo! the Nick Cage Mandy screen. Oh, finally. But, uh, yeah, there were some things that I liked, but all in all, I guess kind of my criteria for giving it a Nick Cage Mandy scream outside of just really hating it, but you get to the point where I'm dying, where I, where I, I would turn it off if it wasn't to finish the stupid podcast. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Which, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agreed. I uh, uh, got to that point. I guess overall for my, you know, just a, a full review like we said, I kind of liked the first act where they were lost in the woods, mm -hmm. creepy. Oh, there's a creepy kid in there. Oh, there's sure. a time loop. All right, what happens here? Not so bad. I like where we're going. Then it just really hits the fan, which in Mother I kind of enjoyed because it was well executed. You kind of got what their message was. Mm -hmm. There was, you know what I mean? It was disturbing, yes. However, it seemed to be like fitting a purpose. This one, I just feel that the uh, 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 whole time loop angle was so mishmashed you just kind of didn't really understand what was going on and then when it hit the fan you were just not really invested into it yeah so it's exactly. like all of the sudden it's just a demented crazy movie where she's eating her baby whereas 10 minutes ago it was like a an action suspense thriller you know what i mean it was like yeah, what's happening yeah, with this yeah. movie so uh, uh it wasn't really well executed it was just disturbing uh, uh it was also way too long i feel like i was yeah. in my own time loop where after the first <laughs> act, I'm like, all right, I'm like, and then what's left? 15 minutes of this movie? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. I checked the time queue. There was still fucking an hour left of this thing. Yeah. Uh, went on forever. Uh, ultimately just fell short, I'd say, of, you know, psychological thriller, mm -hmm. you know, slasher uh, horror classic, which I would have loved, but... Wasn't any of those things. Yeah, yeah. it was just I again. I man. Put it in the uh, genre of horror movies where I can de uh, defeat... By just being a lazy asshole that can't get his Jordans dirty. <laughs> Staying out of the grass, so go fuck yourself, little kid. Uh. Can't go in there. It's muddy. I'm wearing Crocs. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> what are you, nuts? All right, so that's the official review. Uh, I guess my official review is... Uh, I usually try to rhyme things with Netflix and chill or some form of that. Netflix I usually, and I usually Netflix scale. and you dot dot dot. One time, the Stranger Things special, I stole Rudy's dad. Every now and then, I kind of hint and say I might do a sound bit thing. Okay, uh, all right. This time, I guess 
in this movie's fashion, I've got one just for this so movie. So in honor of Halloween, you're giving us a trick? That's here? right. I am giving you a trick. <laughs> and some might say a treat. So my official review, much like Liam, I have my own little soundbite prepared. Uh, much like Liam, I'm going with a... <laughs> <laughs> With the because whole audience that's uh, right. agreeing Everyone, as well. Everybody in the grass. All the grass All monsters. the grass people uh, want to know, can you tell me? Tell me the YouTube clip is still playing wrestling highlight centers. <laughs> it took a lot of digging to get to that one, too. But, uh, yes, I'm giving it a, can you smell what The Rock is cooking? And what he's cooking is a mediocre movie at best. Uh, much like what you said, I did like the beginning of it. I think a problem is that the trailer gave a lot away. Uh, Great call. The Great trailer, call. You knew there was going to be a time loop in it. We uh, went into it knowing there was a time there loop. There was just little spoilers. Which threw you off. Um, the other thing, too, is just like, yeah, I liked the beginning of it. I was hoping to be a little more scared. Because the trailer does make it a li- seem like a little freakier. Like the glowing room at the end in the trailer, you're like, oh, it's probably like aliens or something yeah, crazy. Yeah. And then it was just like, bam, in the church. Yeah, uh, it sure. wasn't thrilling. And I like you said, the second act, too, not only the fact that it goes tits up and gets a little crazy, it's just way overdone. It's just like things they're like, that's true. Look, she's eating the baby. How crazy is that? I was even like, the I don't time know. Things... It doesn't fit the tone of this fucking movie at all. <laughs> I, know, I yeah. think the character progression is really weird. Again, like Cal and Cam is like really underwritten as like the huge creepy is like he yeah, kills yeah. Travis at one point. Like For he's sure. a bad guy. Yeah, and like yeah. they're just like he made it in the end. <laughs> uh, they left a lot of things unanswered, which I get movies do sometimes. This one I just felt like they just didn't know it was. They yeah, were just like, sure. hey, we'll put this in there, we'll put this in there, we'll put that in there. Yeah. It just uh, it seemed rushed. It felt like yeah, I've yeah. seen it before. It felt like I was watching like four different movies yeah. at once. No, in terms of being over the top, like you said, not only did it go over the top with just being crazy and disturbing, but just the time loop angles. There's just so yeah, many of them going, of going on. It was together. like American Horror Story, like you joke around, where just like yeah. it's changing every two seconds. It's just like you kind of lose it track. It does. It starts good. And then, and then uh, also, just... like you said about it being scary, not being scary, it was, uh, uh, I'd say, uh, even at first when it was kind of like intense and like kind of building up some anxiety, even at that point it was scary, like one of those movies where like the people are lost in the ocean and I was like, wow, that would really suck. But it's not like a, yeah, you know what I mean? A Pennywise kind exactly. of character. You, know, you like, want to make it scary? Maybe show one of those like, because I'm sure those grass people were made were supposed to be scary. Like when they finally showed up, it was supposed to be like, oh, scary monsters are showing up now. Yeah, what yeah. would have been a little better is maybe at the beginning, if you like watch closely, you would see like one or two of them like moving in the background, like yeah, in yeah, the grass. Sure. That would freak me out and because now are you not only you lost in the grass. But there's also like these weird monster yeah, yeah, things sure. in there with in you, to and them. it's creepy enough because they kind of look like people. They just and have grass they heads. You, they kind of teased it a little bit, I think, at some point where it showed. I think Cal maybe even kind of getting cut by the grass. Yeah, that's stuff, right. Where it was like, all right, they kind of should have showed like the more logical, literal progression of like these. This grass has now sucked you in and Correct. totally turned you demigore like Stranger Things. They didn't make pulled any bones in Stranger Things that you have now. Yeah, like exactly. become, uh, uh, you know what I mean, a beacon of the thing. It's just like they didn't really, you know what I mean, tell you that in this one. But yeah, was, I feel like the thirty-seven percent uh, holds water this time. <laughs> I feel true. like some like 
arc was a little underscored. Shockingly enough, uh, I liked arc a lot. Io, I felt like it was grossly underscored. Like I didn't so love Io. This was, was this year. How would you rank them? Top three. Top In our three. trilogy of time loop movies. I'm gonna go arc. In the tall grass, Io. Io, okay, wow. in the end, it's like wasn't the best. It was kind of boring and dumb. See, I'm going exact opposite. I'm going, I'm going Io, Arc, Tall Grass. I See, think I like Dark a lot. I uh, even though it wasn't my favorite, <laughs> but out of the three, it was the most fun. I liked Io. However, I, I think I am getting Io confused with my version of Io, where I had all those theories on Adam's <laughs> inner head. And yeah. uh, <laughs> that movie was awesome. Yeah. I guess the real one kind of stunk, but uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a bummer. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah, I put this one in the middle, Arc being my favorite, but I feel like this one's 37% definitely yes. held true. I'd say you nailed that one as well, I'd say. So I guess that's our official review. Because it was of, really like 30% uh, of a bad movie. The first uh, part first was 37% okay. was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, abandoned bowling alley. All right, I'm listening. Like The Rock. <laughs> I know, seriously. Yeah, major bonus points for The Rock. But, uh, yeah, in the end, the best thing I got out of it was finally being able to do one of my own sound clips. <laughs> <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking. It feels so good! <laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't matter what you thought about this movie. <laughs> By the way, not a bad rock. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I guess... <laughs> Not bad, not bad. That was not a great rock, but uh, yeah, my rock needs a little work. But. Your rock sounds a lot like Colin Quinn, especially the part where he says, "It's me, Colin Quinn." Um, so yeah, I guess that's our official review, which leaves us only one thing left to do in this show, and is it's uh, find out what's in the box. <laughs> Appropriately spooky this time, Brad. Uh, yeah, uh, we pulled the uh, the spooky ticket for this one. But this one, uh, the next one, we're going back to format where uh, Brad Pitt and us and you guys are all dying to know what's in the box. What's in the box? And very spooky. It's now covered in spider webs because uh, we haven't been using it. So we will now reach in. I go into the closet and pull out the box of ping pong ball, of, of, uh, of Easter eggs, with little pieces of paper rolled up inside that tell us the next movie we will watch. All right. What's in the box? I, uh, so what has Brad one? Pitt given us this time? I haven't watched it, but uh, I think you're gonna like this. It's gonna be one of the first comedies, straight up okay. comedies we've ever got. One of the uh, one of the many Adam Sandler joints. Correct. Nice. Yes, we've been waiting for Sandler. We are getting to watch the Ridiculous Six, starring okay. uh, Adam Sandler. It's a Happy Gilmore production. It's definitely like a goofy. I'm sure David Spade is one of the cowboys. It's like a Magnificent Seven ripoff. Yeah, okay, rip nice. The Ridiculous Six. The Ridiculous Six. I'm a right. cowboy. Can we, can we get the six? Uh, so, okay. uh, can we yeah. tell the people who the six are? For um, God's sakes. With guessing. I mean, before I tell okay, you yeah, who the six guess? is, who do you? Okay. Who would you guess the six is? Okay, uh, I'm going to go. Like you said, I'm going to go, of course, David Spade and Rob Schneider. <laughs> right. okay. I'm going to go, not Chris Rock, but maybe... Uh, uh, Cr- uh, Craig Robinson, maybe? Craig Robinson. Okay, okay, that's a good one. All right. I'm ex- uh, I don't want to be racist, but I'm expecting a black cowboy. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, Craig Robinson, maybe? Uh, 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 of course, maybe Schwartzen? Uh, 
Could Schwartzen be a cowboy? All right. All right. Uh, so I think that's what. So we're getting to six. So Sandler, Schwartzen, uh, Schneider, Spade, uh, Robinson. So I need a sixth. I uh, mean, take your pick. I'm not going to lie to Stephen you. Stephen Root. <laughs> Geeked up fashion. Stephen Root. <laughs> what a dream that would be. Um, okay. So I, I guess. The did point I, they did out, I get any of them right? For sure. You got a bunch. Oh. Um, but I guess without pointing it out, I don't know exactly because this. I'm just going to read you off a big hit of this cast list real quick because it's classic Sandler fashion we got here. I don't know exactly who the six are. I'm just going to name off a bunch of names. Adam Sandler, of course. Okay. But then. Uh, right off the bat, can I, can I also add Buscemi and those other two assholes <laughs> okay. that were in all okay, the movies? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely do that. Um, you were wrong with Craig Robinson. Replace him with Terry Crews. Oh, <laughs> okay. nice. Random sneak in here. Taylor Lautner from the uh, Twilight series is one of the okay. six. But now we're getting to uh, a little Rob Schneider, uh, some Luke Wilson, Will Ooh. Forte. <laughs> Hear this list out. Steve Zahn, Harvey Keitel, Nick Nolte, John Lovitz. David oh, Spade, epic. Danny Trejo, Nick Schwartzen. Trejo's a great one. And Vanilla Ice. And Steve Buscemi. And John Turturro. And Chris Parnell. <laughs> and, of course, not uh, bringing it but not bringing it to the rear, of course, but old Norm MacDonald himself wow, is uh, nice. in this one as the Nugget customer. Sick. All right. So, epic cast in Sandler fashion. Uh, uh, so, haven't haven't seen a Sandler uh, Netflix movie. I don't think I've ever watched one of the Sandler Netflix movies. We've joked around about how he's done a bunch. Yeah, he has a huge contract. Uh, I guess I actually did watch was the 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 comedy special was on Netflix. Comedy special was so on I Netflix. watched that. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, that was actually uh, uh, nostalgically good because there's classic Sandler. <laughs> just classic like, Sandler. Sandler. I grew up loving <laughs> for yeah, sure. And I guess it's be worth before we you know. I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot in the future episode, but. Uh, the Sandler, no matter how bad some of his movies are that have pumped out, me and Liam, I think I've talked about it off mic, but we both have a huge soft spot in our like yeah, for sure. viewing. Like, there's definitely blinders when a no Sandler doubt. movie comes on. Unconditional love, because no matter, I held him yeah. as like such high regard <laughs> as sure. a kid that like. Yeah. Even no matter if a Jack no and Jill comes out on I'm Jimmy just, Kimmel, I'm always well, I'm TiVoing it yeah, every time for it's, sure. He's gonna tell a Farley story. <laughs> he's gonna. Uh, but uh, all right, so ridiculous six. I mean, I've been uh, I prominently featured in the geeked up fall preview, but uh, uh, I teased the uncut gems uh, uh, winter release of the next Sandler drama. That's right. He plays like a uh, that's right a diamond salesman here. I'm I'm already fired up for that one. Yeah, sometimes so we're gonna, gonna get a silly voice in this one. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. But any chance he plays a female cowboy? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's his twin sister. That. <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be. A Nice yeah, the Sandler load. play all six of the six, and yeah, I don't think there's going to be a time loop in it. There will be bandits, I'm sure. All right, but uh, I guarantee no babies will be eaten. There will be no <laughs> ambiguous ending. I'm pretty sure what we're going to get is what we're going to get. Yes, an hour. Oh, let me see how long it is too before we. Uh, what's your guess? How long? I'm saying under an hour and a half. I'm saying <laughs> hour twenty. <laughs> Uh, oh. 20, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Holy shit. Hour 59. We almost got a two-hour uh, two, uh, It's a Western. You it's know? an epic. Uh, <laughs> All right. How about how many tomatoes? You know I love my tomatoes. Should we uh, save that for the actual episode, or do you want a little... Uh... I think we usually say... I think we usually know in advance, because I usually, I usually gauge on if I'm going to watch on my computer or the HDMI on the right. tomato percentage. So Rotten Tomatoes, uh, again, let's give you a guess. If... Uh, Okay, that's if a good you, call. Um, I'm going under 50. <laughs> okay. I mean, the Sandler movies... Actually, I'll go 55. 
55. A failing grade in school, however, over, over half the tomato public, slightly over half the tomato public will, en- will have enjoyed. I'm going to guess it's low. I'm going to guess it's rotten, rotten. And, uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. we're getting our lowest one. No yet. way. Dude, coming in that I didn't even know this was possible. A solid 0%. I shit you okay. not. Nice. That must mean that it like isn't allowed to be uh, reviewed or something, though. No, audience total count of uh, reviews thirty six and thirty three percent from the audience score, but actual critics all oh, unanimously zero percent okay, rotten I tomatoes. See. So I see, I see. it's allowed to be reviewed, and they <laughs> reviewed it. It's a solid zero. Zero. So, wow. Uh, so I guess that kind of it's a little sad because. That officially sets the all-time record. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing will ever... We can only tie the lowest tomato now. That's right. Leave Fucking it to old Sandler. Sloppy <laughs> Joe's. Indeed. Wow. But, um, all right, well, that man. takes some of the luster away. Uh, not for me. I, to me, the bar can only be raised from that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something tells me I'm not going to agree <laughs> with this 0% score. You might have a different opinion <laughs> yeah. than the critics. I think this one might get a uh, Rudy's dad. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Anyway, that I guess that'll be it for the uh, Netflix uh, geek. That'll be it for the Geeked Up presents Netflix and Chat episode of Into the Tall Grass. And if you uh, if Into the Tall Grass wasn't spooky enough for you, also check out that our other podcast, the Geeked Up podcast itself, will be releasing on Halloween the uh, best of Geeked Up podcast Halloween specials. We'll be yeah. playing spooky clips from old shows <laughs> of the past, present, and future. Uh, no, just the past. <laughs> yeah, not even the present, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We recorded a brief intro, but other than that, it's <laughs> yeah. all from the past. But yeah, I think it's our first foyer, foyer into a, a best of clip show, so really excited for that. Keep looking out for but that. Just in time for Halloween. This was kind of our uh, uh, 2019 geeked up show, Halloween you know, uh, contrib- contribution. We've given you game times. We've given you, you know, closer looks over mm-hmm. the years, mm-hmm. breakdowns. So uh, this year we went Netflix and chat, however, definitely still catch up on some of the uh, geeked up Halloween thoughts of years past. Oh, yes. On the best of geeked up special as well. There's going to be a big LW, a spooky song playlist. <laughs> there, there will be that in the big LW. These were alert. Lots of Eminem. Grateful Dead, so <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Liam keeps teasing me uh, what is he's going to be dressed up for as Halloween. So find that out on the uh, <laughs> the best of uh, clip special. It's a uh, it's a good one. I mean, we've got a second chance for puffy shirts. So uh... <laughs> find out. You have to listen to the show to find out. That'll be out on Halloween. Uh, I guess with that, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. We're gonna give you leave you guys with a classic time loop movie song. You know what it is, but with a spooky twist. <laughs> Oh yeah, time loop. Happy Halloween! (laughs) (laughs) An Umphreys McGee style mashup here. Uh, I don't know if this one matches as well as the uh, old theme song, but I'm digging it. Yeah, the share is really taking all the spotlight from the monsters. Uh, (laughs) I got you, babe. I mean, it's no nightmare on my street, but, uh... Ooh, don't even say that around me. <laughs> oh, 
You think we can throw a never-ending story on top of this? <laughs> a never-ending story. Can you smell? <laughs> Take a look into your eyes. <laughs> what the rock is cooking? I got you. All right, let's let share take it away. Yeah. Uh, time loop. <laughs> Happy Halloween, fools. <laughs> The time loop is back. <laughs> oh no! Halloween's not over. Uh, so Devin, in Florida, was it a, a cabbage night, goosey night, or devil's night? What was a uh, mischief night? Mischief night. Mischief night. A, a much I more Halloween. Literal, a much more literal take on the whole thing. Uh, yeah, we can only. We don't get a. Honestly, even mischief night is better than cabbage night. I don't get cabbage. I don't. I grew up in Jersey. That's what we called it. It was the same thing. You throw eggs in people's cars, toilet paper, the night before Halloween. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was called cabbage night. How lame is that? That it's is like other kids have devils. Do the same shit. Yeah, except yeah, yeah. they're fucking. I could join a biker gang. We're about to join, you know, the cabbage patch. Yeah, <laughs> we were just up to some Florida mischief. <laughs> we were just taking pills and. Uh, You know, I could see why the share was so popular. <laughs> and I could see why the monsters were so popular. <laughs> the problem with the monster song, it's only 40 seconds. Yeah, well, <laughs> it is a TV <laughs> I know, but the Frasier song is like six minutes. <laughs> Every HBO uh, drama show is a two-minute intro. You ever seen the beginning of The Sopranos or The Wire or Game of Thrones? <laughs> Five-hour ordeal. Way down in the hole. Way down in the hole. With the midnight special. <laughs> yeah, finally something better than Leo, Dan, and Motley Crue. Uh, but no, Trey Pomerty. <laughs> Happy Halloween. What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo!